previously on Blood on the Thames. Someone got there, got there first. He was murdered and, and then opened up and then arranged. Nothing connect us directly with Will. And he had a lot of enemies. In the interest of transparency and honesty, yes. I am Tyler Adams. You know every, every vampire in the city has pretty much an order to kill you. I'm going to text Marcus the Ghoul. Do your utmost to keep him there. The sheriff is en route. She places a hand upon his shoulder and then moves it over towards his neck and then grabs him by the chin and just and then she's just holding his head as his body just drops. Good evening everyone and welcome to this, the fourth episode of Blood on the Thames, a Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle set in London, England. Uh, I'll jump straight in and introduce uh, again all the players that are with us. Hi, I'm Carlos and I'm playing the really smart and tech savvy Moses. Hi, I'm Peter and I'm playing the very sane Benjamin, the female Cabian. Hi, I'm Rachel and I'm playing the present Katia Stern. Hi, I'm Philip I'm playing Jim Roy Woods, the very pissed off gangle. <laughs> so... You will have noticed, um, we do have Rachel back with us today, hey! so uh, welcome back Rachel, um, and we will just do a quick summary and we'll leap straight back in. So, at the start of last episode, the Coterie, who had been dealing with a bit of trouble from a mortal known as Darren Fitcher, had taken it upon themselves to do a bit of reconnaissance around him and his friends, uh, reconnaissance which involved going to the house of one Will Sparring a close confidant of confidant of uh, Darren Fitcher. Upon arriving at the, the building and unwittingly breaking in, using a uncharacteristic feat of strength by Benjamin, they found themselves sharing upon a very grisly scene in which Will Sparring had been almost ritualistically murdered, with his back open out, his ribcage severed from his spine and opened out um, behind him like some sort of bloody wings. In response to this, uh, Katia, who was already feeling the weight of her aggression and frustration in everything that had happened before, took samples of the blood and unwittingly or otherwise interfered with the crime scene, something which Benjamin noticed. Um, everybody left the scene as quickly as they can after in Jim's case, robbing the place, um, and in Benjamin's case, just making a note of everything. And then, once outside, Katia, her frustration peaking and her some of her wounds being healed further, took off away from the coterie without explaining where she was going. The others all returned to their haven, wherein they were introduced to a certain individual that they had been warned about, one Tyler Adams, someone who was currently under the subject of Lex Talionosis, which is the blood hunt. Benjamin, overhearing this whole introduction, made a quick and decisive call to uh, Marcus Gray, the ghoul of the prince, and requested the assistance of the constable, Constable Jacqueline, who made a quick arrival on the scene after Benjamin had sealed Tyler in with a very aggressive and interrog... In, well, a very questioning Jim and a very questioning Moses. Jacqueline arrived on the scene promptly afterwards, even though uh, Tyler had professed to know Alicia, uh, the sire of Jim, and her whereabouts, 
and told Jim, quite pointedly, that she'd be very disappointed in his actions. Once the constable arrived, she executed Tyler and then left the coterie with the task of cleaning up after her. This they did with some mixed results. <laughs> um, after this, Jim, who... Uh, after they'd all sleep, uh, fallen asleep, Jim woke up the next morning to find a note beside him. One that simply said, if I can find it, if it were up to me, you would have burned. Even more annoyed than he was before, Jim began a fervent hunt through the, lod, uh, the ledger for the, for the hotel that they lived in, the Crossed Hands, in order to determine whether or not the writer of this note had actually been there at any other point before. When this was unsuccessful, he was determined to vent his frustrations in one way or another and decided to go and hunt personally for Darren with no one there to stop him, without Katia there to be the either words of encouragement or the words of wisdom in his ear. But before he left, Mrs. Morovsky returned from the hospital and was greeted by Benjamin and, to a lesser degree, by Jim, <laughs> who then made his escape and ventured forth to go and find Darren. Meanwhile, Moses had gone out in order to reconnect with, well, connect for uh, with Sexy Pearl 68, a fellow Nosferatu who he met halfway down towards the Warrens. She confessed to him that she knew the identity of their neighbour, the Smiling Man, who, she also confessed, was not kindred. She has promised that she can introduce them in exchange for a favour of some sort, or some sort of payment, which Moses has guaranteed he will find her. And with Moses preparing to go out for a hunt, with Benjamin still at the Haven, Katia doing what Katia does, and Jim on his way out to get revenge, that is where we left, and this is where we pick up from. And we will leap straight in with Katia. Katia, after recovering the blood sample after making a quick sketch of Will Sparring and this grotesque pose that you found him in with the lungs stretched out over these ribs in an almost artistic manner. You stepped outside with the others and quickly made your excuse. You'd already began to heal, whether consciously or not, um, the broken ribs in your side and in doing so you felt that sharp pain begin to grow again. That early warning as it were that you are beginning to lose control over the beast it's always there but in these moments it's lessening and giving as much of a justification as you felt your coterie currently deserved you stalked off and made a quick call to will <coughs> who was very prompt in answering the phone it was quite clear from her tone um, and so the look she'd given you when you left initially to go and find Will Sparring, that she was concerned, both that you'd gone out and that you'd gone out without her, although she'd never say as much. And you made contact with her and informed her that you expected her to come and pick you up. She agreed quickly, hung up the phone and made her way to meet you. After climbing into her car, she then began just driving you around the domain. You didn't say much. At this point, it was very difficult for you to say anything without coming off aggressive or snippy. And you could already tell from the way Will was holding herself that she wasn't faring very well, although she was doing her best to hide it. And so, 
once you had had enough of driving around, once you had come to the conclusion that simply driving was not going to settle your mind, you told her to just stop. And then you pulled out your phone and began looking through a list that you'd drawn up on there, and a text that you'd basically just prepared to send to yourself, of bars and clubs that you could easily get to. Having taken this drive around, you finally found this bar, the three-legged cat within the domain, and telling Will to stay in the car, not letting her go with you, you step out. And this bar is full. There are people in there listening to the music of the band, which is set up in the corner. Based upon the sweat on their brow, they've been going for a while. And there's you, there's a strong smell of alcohol. There's people in uh, loud discussions trying to be heard over the music. There's a lot of movement in there. And the people that are working the bar are working very, very, very energetically to try and keep up with the massive orders that are coming through. For such a, I mean, arguably small London bar by comparison to some of the ones, it's full. And your eyes go from face to face to face and you can hear just over the music that same incessant sound. And you're just looking, standing in the doorway, just looking between everybody. Quick question. Is there anything you're going to do before you go in? Um, no, I think I'm fairly focused right now. Okay. It's worth noting at this point, you no longer have a full health bar. Yeah. Uh, you've taken one superficial off, so you're no longer impaired. Yeah. You, are, you don't obviously have any aggravated damage or any critical injuries because you recovered that at, uh, mm-hmm. when you woke up the previous night. You only now have your compulsion. And as you are looking between everybody, finally you move away from the door. And whether conscious or not, you begin making a slow circle around the edge of the room. And it's, it's odd that despite the heaving mass and the number of peoples in here people subconsciously tend to avoid you. They, I mean, they come close and they skirt the edge of you, but there's an air that you're carrying, whether they seem to acknowledge it or not, based upon the limited number of glasses which are afforded your way, they just seem to swerve away, giving you a clear rein to just go around the edge of the room. And you go around again, and you s- do your best to stop by every conversation that you can, and you focus on people. You focus and you listen. There is someone here that you are trying to isolate and locate. And you're not quite certain what it is, but there's a part of you which knows when you see it or when you hear it. And you move from one person to the next, to the next, and you listen. And your frustration begins to grow as every conversation, it doesn't fill that criteria and it's beginning to grate on you. And you can feel your fingers beginning to flex and you can feel that tightness build and that music is just so fucking loud. And why does it have to be so fucking loud? And then you stop and you turn and you look towards the bar. And there is finally somebody that is sat alone. And although he's not speaking to anybody, although you can't gauge whether this individual is the kind of one that you are looking for, your eye is drawn to him because he is alone. It can't be more than about 18 or 19. But he is sat there just looking around, sipping from his drink and just foot going as he's listening to the music but he's he's not with anyone and as your frustration is growing you abandon this incessant circle you're making and move over towards the bar and over the music it's hard to recall exactly what words were exchanged to bring you into conversation with this individual, this Martin Alton 
a young student, and the moment that he reveals that he's a student of psychology, all of a sudden it's like every dial in you is switched on. And you begin falling into a familiar pattern. And there's a part of you which finds comfort in that, but it's a small part at this point. At this point, all there is is just the building and the tensing of the muscles and that incessant pain and that fucking music. And you just begin talking. And you're trying to draw something out of him. There's something you want him to say or some way you want him to act that is like the flick of a switch that allows you to do what you're about to do. And it doesn't come. And that makes things worse. The way he speaks to you, he's interested. He's he's confused as to why you've approached him, but he, the moment that you reveal your own similar mindset to him, he's fully engaged with you, and he speaks to you like a peer, although he seems to recognise that you, you're of a class above what he is. And under any other circumstances, this might be a conversation you'd enjoy, fully enjoy. And it's not the kind of conversation that you've had outside of circles like... Uh, with Sabine or circles with like Will and that enjoyment is lost on you at the moment and then finally when you can wait no longer you invite him away and he follows you he leaves his drink half finished and just follows you out and in your insistence you don't touch him although there's a part of you that is infuriated by how slowly he's moving through this crowd it's a small thing, but it's there. And you lead him towards the door and step back out. And although he turns his coat up, you ignore it. It's cold outside at this point, but you ignore it. And you can see Will out of the corner of your eye just watching from the window. And she watches him follow you. And she seems almost about to go for the door. And without meaning to, you just shoot her a side look. And she stops. And you walk on. And he falls into step behind you and begins continuing the conversation you've just left. And almost half-heartedly now, you recommit to it. And then, as you are about halfway down the street, you turn to him and you invite him to follow you into the alley. And, surprisingly, he seems less enthused than you would expect someone to be. At this point, there's a part of you that's expecting this to go exactly how you want it to go, and it's not. And he suddenly pulls away slightly, and then he confesses that he's actually involved, and he's not interested in that way. And he seems on, almost about to apologetically remove himself from the conversation. Without meaning to, you grab hold of him by the wrist and you yank him in towards the alleyway. There's no one watching and you've already double-checked this at this point. Even as driven as you are, you're focused on everything around you. And you pull him in. And the shock of the movement seems to catch him off guard. And he almost tumbles as he comes into the alleyway. And as you pull him again, he comes off of his feet and lands. And you move over to him. And without apology, without preamble... You just tilt his head back and you bite. And you feel that euthoria beginning to go through you and everything around you just drains. And you can feel his arm coming up trying to drag you away and then it just relaxes and falls. And then there's only the blood and the... And then you pull away and your eyes just readjust and the blackness just recedes and you are back in the alleyway and he's there, he's paler and he's breathing but it's shallow breathing and as you lick the wound there's just a part of you that's holding you in place and you look down at him and you're just you can't move you know that he's unconscious and you're standing over him and that you need to leave now but you don't want to move 
there's something rooting you to the spot. And you glance over towards the bins that are assembled outside this building beside you. And without really recognising what it is you're grabbing, you grab something hefty, something that feels metal, and you just weigh it. And then, without meaning to, the breathing comes to you. And you lift the bar and you just bring it down on him. And you bring it down again, and you bring it down again. And as he begins letting out a subconscious moan, and his body begins curling on itself, and even in his dazed state he realises he's in danger, he tries to pull himself away away from these blows and they just come again and again and again and again and again and then all of a sudden there's a clatter as you throw the bar away and it against the wall and you see at your feet this bloody mess of a young man that is breathing very raggedly and is very much broken and there's a connection you make there when you see him and how you've torn into him and how he's bleeding from his nose and how his jaw is dislodged and how he's staring about in a kind of semi-conscious way confused and disoriented that reminds you of how you were not too long ago but he looks so small and weak and pathetic and as you come to that conclusion the beast just slowly releases you and it's not a conscious release that you're aware of but all of a sudden that impossible rootedness that keeps you there lifts and you begin backpedaling away from him you continue to drive around with Will through the traffic and the uncomfortable silence is made more so because of the knowledge of what the fact you've just fed and the frustration lingering from Darren and the fact that whatever the hell you've just stumbled on with Will Will sparring it's it almost feels like you've been robbed of something and all of that mixed together just makes this ride even more uncomfortable and it feels like you should be doing something you should be moving and it almost feels like you want to unload on will you want to speak to her but there's something it's almost like you need to process this yourself before you speak to her and finally Unable to stay in the car any longer, you stop Will again and you climb out. And you excuse yourself to go over to one of the near nearby shops in order to pick up some medicines or ointments that you could potentially use on burns. And whilst this was a priority for you, it also allows you to get away from Will. Which is odd, because she's not someone that you're normally quick to get away from, but that car is very enclosed. Mm-hmm. And the occasional glances that she gives you although she doesn't ask you directly the glances that she gives you are very questioning albeit respectful in how she's asking so you pick up these ointments you return to the car and then you pull out your phone and you begin dialing a number a number that up until now you've refrained from using and you contact Sabine Sabine is very quick to answer and she asks you to you know just bear with her for a moment she's in the middle of something she will give you a call back however if you don't hear from her by the end of the night the next night she invites you to come to the chantry and she will meet you there and the way that she says it it's almost as though this isn't so much a suggestion as come to the chantry 
and oh, then wow. she hangs up the phone and you return to your haven as you feel the strong difficult to understand and yet impossible to ignore sensation that something's coming and that you need to make yourself safe there's the human part of your mind that knows this to be its son's coming up but there's another part of you that's almost instinctively driven just to hide without really giving an explanation why and it takes you a few minutes in the checking of the clock to realise what time it is and then you retire and you feel yourself becoming lethargic as you crawl onto the bed and then without your with your eyes still wide open you just switch off and the last thing you're aware of is Will just sat by you and then that's it you've already had your rouse check done I did it for you oh thank you <laughs> and you are still on one yeah. <laughs> everybody else the events of the next evening continued as we explained last week Katia you received a text message uh, at one point when you woke up uh, from the coterie asking if you were alright you gave no initial response at this point you were still focused however I do need you to roll your stains because technically you received yeah. them last session. Okay. So for this, I believe I am rolling one die because yep. my humanity is seven. I've taken two stains, so that leaves one blank space. And I've just got to get the one success. Just got six or above. I know how this is going to go. Yeah! Oh, oh, ten. Wow. <laughs> just, it's just rouse checks you I just do. wake up and start weeping. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, um, what have I done? Will, who hasn't left your side, uh, all your stains are gone. Um, you do feel the remorse. Um, and as you begin weeping, you can... You feel Will before you really see her as she comes over and tries to clear your cheeks. And as her fingers come away, you can feel and smell blood on them uh, long since past the point where you you had any tears left to shed it's now all just blood and she doesn't say anything but she sits and she just holds onto your shoulder as you kind of realise fully now with your mind clear just what that guy had done he, he, had, he wasn't the asshole that you were looking for, he wasn't someone that was deserving of the beatdown, I mean Sure, your mind was working, is working now at lengths, trying to come to the reason why it was justified. And you're sure that there is a justification there, but that doesn't make it feel any easier. And it just reminds you now of two things. Just how far you are now from that girl you were when you were studying, and before you even knew the name Oliver. And in a very horrific realisation, just how close to Oliver you are in relation to the kind of things you are capable of doing. Once your tears are cleaned by Will, who goes to wash away the clothing which you were wearing, which is now stained, what are you doing? I think um, I would have been just, just holding her for a while and then I'll very slowly just try and come to a kind of equilibrium with myself just try and calm myself down 
and rationalize the situation by thinking there there are things I have to do, I've got places to be, I can't stay like this all night. And I will text back my dear Cotterie. You deserve some form of acknowledgement. Um, I will assure them that I'm fine um, and say I will be back sometime this evening. But leave it vague. <laughs> so you would have received this message at some point in the hours leading up towards two o'clock, which is where we um, left off previously. Yeah, probably the message came and I never got it on the phone because I was in the in the warrants. I was completely out of signal. Uh, yeah. I was underground. So mm-hmm. when I come out hungry, you are like beep beep. I'll t- tell the people later. Funny, <laughs> 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 food. Um, actually, if I can hunt for rats in the warrants, like oh my god, I'm hungry. Well, you weren't in the Warrens properly. No, not in the Warrens. In the tunnels. Yeah. Well, we'll jump back to that. I'm just going to conclude mm-hmm. with you. First, just to get you caught up. Otherwise, we're going back and forth yeah. in time. So just to make it easier. What else do you do? You have a period of time now from it being about six, seven. Yeah. Leading up towards two o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, I will make sure I haven't had any replies from Sabine or kind of... Uh, I'm assuming she's going to tell me when the time is right. There is no other responses from Sabine. Your your phone is just as blank as it was at the end of the night. Um, In which case, um, I firstly will make efforts to tidy myself up and help. Will make sure like her home is tidy, um, and I would maybe making an effort to be grateful and warm towards her. I think. Uh, I can't say this, this evening um, in a way that is obviously trying to compensate and kind of in a way that uh, whereas before I was too cold now I'm a bit too warm and it's it's just a little bit awkward and socially a bit uh, I mean if, if Will feels uncomfortable at any degree <laughs> of gratitude or um, affection you're showing her it's she's hiding it extremely well um, I also ask her if I can try and help with her back at all, given that I've got these products now. Um, as soon as you make this offer, she um, quickly removes uh, the top and exposes the back, and for the second time you are witness to the full body uh, scarring, which is resulting from these excessive burns. Um, not only from the, the nape of her neck down to uh, the, small in, the small curve of her back, but just around the sides of her as well it's the longer you there's a part of you which is feels an uncomfortable kind of needle sensation in your own skin as you're watching this and there's a part of you which knows just how painful this would have been and you can only imagine how painful it would have been to you yep um and there's also a part of you with that morbid fascination that tries to picture just what was used that could do scarring so fully and then there's also the horrifying consideration that maybe this wasn't done at once, maybe this was done periodically. But then you drive those out of your mind and you begin applying the sort of she flinches as you touch, but otherwise lets out no sounds of pain. And you apply it liberally all over the, the burns. And then when you're done, are you heading to Sabine's? Yes, yes, I think I will. Okay. I will give her instructions not to come to the chantry. So she wishes to go anywhere that uh, of course my room back at the at the the domain haven is as far as i'm concerned hers to use if she wishes okay 
She says very little as you're leaving. There's you you don't get the feeling that it's so much that she's uncomfortable or upset or whatever else might cross your mind. You get the feeling more that she is extremely tired and extremely just in pain in general. And she curls up on the bed as you leave and almost seems to fall asleep as the door shuts. And through under your own steam, you make your way back towards the Chantry. And it's a... L- it's an uncomfortably quick journey as far as you're concerned. This is a place that recently, it's not a place you feel safe. And it's odd. After three years, it felt as safe as you could expect any place to feel safe anymore. And as you come upon the Chantry, there's a moment where you think, I, you shouldn't step in. Almost as though there's a part of you which is reminding you without question Oliver's word is law here even though there is a part of you which also realises it, it's not he's older than you he has more influence within the clan but he doesn't control the Chantry and it's focusing incessantly on that fact that you step through the door and once in those familiar old fashioned, old decorated corridors that you find your way weaving in and out towards a place that you know Sabine likes to frequent and it's a small room similar almost in design to the one that your sire likes to stay in but it's in some way more comfortable it's better lit she doesn't have the fireplace going but instead just has illumination there's more books here than perhaps in any other room that you can think of save the library itself and Sabine herself is sat there just looking over a book and as you step in through the door slowly she immediately closes it and sets it aside Katia come and join me darling Uh, I will quickly make my way over and find a seat nearby Yeah, she waits until you seat and she just follows you with her eyes and she's got a despite the fact that she's not much older than you, based upon pure physical appearance. You know that she is a lot older than you, um, but carries herself with an almost maternal manner, at least when she speaks to you. It's, you could argue it's sisterly, but there's a an air of experience and wisdom to her that makes it more than that. And she just watches you for a long moment, and there's a slight smile on her face, which given recent events, is a lot more comforting than it normally would be. So how have you been? Uh, it's, it's been fine. In, uh, getting to grips with the domain. Um, getting to uh, know my coterie members. Um, certainly a novel experience. Wow. Um, yes. Uh, how, how have things been here? Well... To be honest, they've been a bit... I hesitate to use the word stressful. It's probably better that you weren't here. Have you been in touch with your... No. No. no? I, I haven't spoken to him since... Uh... It's probably for the best, to be honest. Yes. He's not in the most tolerant of moods. Um, no, I got that impression. He's, his ruling regarding you not coming here is just absurd. I mean... You do realise you are welcome here, Katya. In fact, I've made steps to assure that 
such an idiotic ruling doesn't come through again. Thank you. Well, um, since you seem to be out of the loop, I will uh, do my best to uh, fill you in. Your introduction with the the primogen. What observations did you make? Well, the most apparent. Uh... The most apparent thing to me was that the Toreador Primogen would very much like to know everything he possibly can uh, mm. about us. Um, it was not incredibly subtle, but at the same time, uh, the Nosferatu Primogen seems to have a, a curious vested interest in the well-being of my coterie, which I have noted. The rest of them were very, very silent on the matter. Mm. Well, they are to a kindred considerably old. Indeed. Michael Chase is a kindred of particular flamboyancy. He uses it almost as a weapon and a shield in the same instance, and it's proven remarkably effective. Um, however, you would also no doubt have noted the lack of a Tremere primogen. Naturally. Which seemed more curious than the lack of the, the Bruja primogen. Certainly. Well, we have been doing our utmost to assist the current praxis in order to secure a place. Uh, our work during the, the Blitz in locating and eliminating the Sabbat packs that were in London. Um, and most recently, our work in tracking down the Thin Bloods. And I'm happy to say that it's paid off. And word is that Prince Emrys is considering candidates for the position of Primogen. It's unfortunate that your sire happens to be one of those candidates. I would be incredibly surprised had he not put himself forward. But... Perhaps on a lighter note, I am also a candidate. So, small that is, mercies. That is great to hear. I'm. Uh, that's wonderful news. Well, it's wonderful if I. Well, of course. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you understand that Oliver does not share my enthusiasm for my. Naturally. And my support of you recently, particularly given his own damaged ego has made me something of a unwelcome sight whenever he's in the room not that I pay any mind to that but surely, surely your social graces are better indentured uh, oh, with the rest of the clan oh, I, I'm not, I don't fear my, for myself no, of course I mean, not. our positions within the clan are equitable um, but I hesitate just slightly when I think of him as primogen Indeed. But that's a matter for another time. Yes. Um, yes. How are you? I mean, you've, you've mentioned the domain, you've mentioned your coterie, but how are you? I am functioning. There was there was something I wished to bring up. Um, one, I'm all ears. Of course. One, I say minor hiccup, uh, but in actual, well, in a manner of speaking, it did not seem minor at the time. Um, it's pretty easier if I show you. Uh, and I will take out my journal and as I am explaining what I saw I will show her the sketch I made 
Um, she gets up and moves over to you and just squats down beside you to have a proper look. Is this is this uh, some kind of ritual you recognise? I I don't remember seeing anything like this before. It it was a few hours old when we arrived. Uh, it was certainly not what we were expecting to find. It was not what we were looking for when we entered that particular building. I can tell you that. Uh, Do you mind if I? Of course, up? of course. She takes the book off you and then moves back over to the seat and just sits and just looks. And then, without looking at you, she says, "Where was this, darling?" Um, I tell her the, the street, the house name, um, the address, as far as I can, as far as we knew it from the materials that Moses gave us. And the subject, who you know this. Um, Vaguely, um, he is an associate of uh, a man who was previously uh, staying at the accommodation myself and my coterie are now uh, are now residing at. He um, he was evicted by the landlady shortly after we arrived for being a bit of a disreputable man, uh, and this is one of his associates. They are uh, a little prevalent in the the underground, so to speak. They are not the most upstanding of uh, members of society. And there's no chance your coterie mates might have done this? No. It is... I can't see any way they would have done this. Well, it's certainly fascinating, but... Indeed. It doesn't... It doesn't suggest to me any sort of um, arcane ritual. If anything, it's... um, I mean, speaking very frankly, it's almost... It's almost artistic. Um, I mean, I doubt it was any member of our clan. I, I don't know whether or not it was any of the, the magi that resist, uh, exist in London. Um, it's occurred slightly outside of our domain. Well, I should hope so. If well, it was yes, in your domain, it would be... It would be, be a, a much bigger problem indeed, mm-hmm. but it would still seem like something worth uh, making aware of. Hmm. Well... I... Also I, have a very small sample of the victim's uh, blood, if that is of any use at all. Well, of course, if you're if you're happy to part with it. No. Yes, of course. I think that's more than enough to be dealt with at the moment. As long as you are you're happy to kind of help with this, I'd be incredibly grateful. Well, of course, no, I'm I'm happy to. Of course, regardless of what comes across as this, if this is an individual which is causing you issue, and there's nothing to link yourself to no. this individual, then consider it a problem off your back but I mean I'll have a look anyway but win-win I say well I was mostly just you know any deranged serial murderer in our neck of the woods isn't particularly desired naturally especially if it if it did turn out to be anything supernatural in nature I just wanted to keep on top of it well that's the prudent choice I will of course have a look at it um I can't promise when I'd be able to get back of to course, you about it. I mean, course. obviously, with the the. Uh, of course, you have you have priorities. Of course. Well, you are a priority. You <laughs> don't think you're not, but I, I think the well-being of the clan. Definitely. And uh, just remember that you do have your home here. You don't need to stay away over in that domain of. I mean. I don't wish to be insulting, darling, but <laughs> it doesn't compare to the Chantry, surely. No, ind- indeed not. So, don't listen to that blowhard. You are welcome back home when you need to. And if he does cause any issues, you let me know. Indeed. And I will bring it up with 
individuals who will remind him of just how far his authority stretches. Naturally. And if you do require any assistance in your uh, running for the position of Premier Oh, you'll be the first person on the phone. Thank you. I would love no, to help you. if I can. Of course. Um, your, your ghoul is... Yes. How is she? She's all right. Did Were you aware of what Oliver did to her? Why, what did he do? She is somewhat injured. Uh, I have seen to it, and she is on the mend. I do believe, in the absence of myself, he has been venting his frustrations where he can on those below him. Uh, but I will ensure she, that uh, my ghoul does not return here in the foreseeable future, purely for her own safety. I wasn't aware he was doing that. I, she was hovering around here, almost as though she expected you to come back. She was trying to get your stuff out under yes. difficult obstacles. Indeed. Well, I'm very sorry to hear that she's been damaged. It's all right. I, um, I am assisting in her healing. And with any luck, she will make a fall. You need to remember, Katya, you might be his child, but he is no longer in charge of you. And whilst I recognise you have feelings for this, uh, for your ghoul, um, she is, by kindred law, your property. Mm -hmm. I hesitate to use that. I understand that you're familiar with her. But... Him damaging her is an attack on your person. Just know and keep that in mind that do not allow him to maintain this illusion that he has that he controls you because he, you are here and you were chosen to better our clan. By damaging you, he damages that goal. And I will not allow him to get in the way of progress for Clan Tremere. I agree wholeheartedly, and if and when I encounter him again, I will make sure it is clear that I know, and he knows, that he is no longer responsible for me. Just tread carefully. Indeed. He might be a blowhard, but he is still kindred, and he is best handled carefully indeed but he needs to be handled that's all I'll say on that anyway I will keep this in mind I will have thank a look you. thank you and likewise anything I can do truly do you mind if I keep the drawing sure um, is it alright if I do you want to rip it out or do you want to hold on oh, to the book you I want to do have... it darling it's just easier for me to look if you ho- hold, on, hold on to the journal I have I have an extensive collection I haven't started yet well, if you need it at any point, just let me Naturally, know. I'm, I'm yeah. going to get a copy made of it anyway, so... Of course. Now, you treat yourself well, Katia, and I will see you soon here. Yes. Not scanting about that place. Certainly. Right. Good evening, Katia. Good evening. I look forward to seeing you again soon. Definitely. Don't leave it so long this time. <laughs> I'll make sure of it. Good night. Good night. And she goes back to the book that she had open and opens it. And even though she's looking at what you, to your eye, looks like blank pages, um, her gaze keeps straying over to the picture that you've left. And after a moment, even though she's got the book open, her entire attention is just on this other book that's in front of her, which is yours. And that's how you leave it when you close the door. You guys. (laughs) Benjamin, is there anything you are aiming to do 
whilst you are currently alone in the I, building with Mrs. Morovsky. So I think <laughs> the, the possibilities. I think, I think what I'm probably going to do is try and do some more painting, but now that obviously Benjamin's not used to being as hungry as he currently is, so I think there's going to be a bit of nervous pacing, hoping that Moses is going to come back to, to help him. He might even text Moses to say, you know, where are you? But assuming that there isn't a pretty immediate reply, um, I think he's going to go out on a hunt. His first hunt. <laughs> With his little training wheels on, you know? <laughs> Would he get an instant reply? Uh, it depends on the time he sends the text. because It if, would have been after Katia's so you know, text. It would be after Katia's text. Well, so you're, you're above ground at this point because you've already seen Katia's text. This is happening about the time you've emerged. This is coming to the two o'clock mark where you've emerged from. Time is going. Yeah, you're putting me in a tight, like in a, in a tough spot because I want to go hunt. We hunt together. Yeah, we could hunt together. I'm not doing anything. I'm just asking what. Well, but if I reply to the text, he will know that he has the right number. <laughs> and don't reply to the text. And, and 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 I'm not sure Moses. I mean, I'm I'm hungry enough. Kill two birds with one stone. This yeah. is Morovsky's home. No, no. That, that's the reason I want to hunt here. In the, like, like, just go back to the, the tunnels and hunt. No more innocent bashing, please. <laughs> I, I. Yes, I'll. Uh, how far away am I from the from the haven? From the domain in general. From the domain. Uh, how are you traveling? Well, I I went through the subway. Through the yeah, okay. So through the tunnels. Assuming you were trying to avoid any contact with kind frequented tunnels. Yes. Probably looking at about an hour. You'd be getting back close to three. Close to three. Would that be enough time for us to hunt? Depending on how intricate a hunt you wanted to do. I mean... It's going to be for two people and I know he's not great. Go farming together. It'll be fun. <laughs> well, it depends. I mean, going out and snatching someone does not take a lot of time. Going out, trying okay. to seduce someone to take yeah, them safely away, it yeah, takes more time. time. So, Sandman is, the, is what I'm teaching him. It's, in which it's, case, it's variable amount of time. Depends on the place. I mean, I hate you knowing that it's the right number. Yes, I'm going back. Katya replied. She's also going back at some point in the night. I'll go on with you if you promise to get me a moped for me to drive around the tunnels. Otherwise, it'll take me way too long the next time you message me. Send. You received two text messages. Yeah, like several, time. several. Because I'm, I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking. And this home. is an old phone, one of those ones that has like no space in the text message. Yeah. I'm, I'm walking home slowly. Well, not slowly, fast, but I'm, I'm slowly typing messages because it's like H, E, and you get them like L apart from one another because he keeps dipping in and out of signal um, based upon the tunnel. So yeah. you get one, and it's halfway through a message, and it's like. 10 15 minutes before you get another one. Okay. Well, he said he's coming back. That's fine. I'll worry about his moped nonsense later. Okay. Um, 
One thing I'm thinking is that uh, I said to, I asked Mrs. Morosky to get people to fix the windows that got broken. That potentially includes Jim's window and my window. I'm yeah. assuming you've asked her to fix the windows, so yeah. she's going to do. We're all not all. having a pajama party. So we, but we have like floors, right? There's more than one room mm-hmm. on our floor. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is because I don't know, I don't. I do even know that you've left, Jim. Nope. All right. So I'll try and find Jim. I won't find Jim, obviously. <laughs> okay. And then I will leave a note saying that he should sleep on one of in one of the other rooms tonight without a broken window. This is very important. Why are you leaving this note? Um, on his bed. Okay. <laughs> no, no, actually, sorry. <laughs> on his, his... His door's locked, assumedly? No. Oh, it's not. No. On, his, on his bed. No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> you thought about it. <laughs> like, oh, unlocked door. <laughs> so you've left the message on his, on his room, and you can see, again, the scene which you've taken in pretty... Yeah. Pretty thoroughly at this point. I mean, you investigated the mm. scene. You can see all the glass still about. You leave the message and then you head back out down to your room and you're moving over. Yeah, if I need to move anything to another room, obviously, because I can't sleep in here either, I'll do that. Okay. Um, and I might move some of my current project stuff next door as well. Okay. And apart from that, I'll be waiting for him. <coughs> obviously, if he doesn't come after a while, I'll get too hungry and jittery, but I'll wait for as long as I can. Okay. Jim. Oh, God. <laughs> You exit the domain pretty quickly. At this point, you know where you're going, and you're making you're making a beeline there. The idea of public transport at this point does not appeal to you. You are just going by foot, and you are going with the radiated authority of somebody who should be avoided, and that is translated in how everybody just steps out of your way. And the few people that don't get a shoulder check that suggests that you could quite easily take them off their feet and you're comfortable that everybody around you you could quite easily just ripped apart and it's that thought which is carrying you onwards it's that thought which is helping give your anger and frustration and annoyance and clear air of authority purpose rather than just allowing it to go out at anybody and there's moments where you are tempted just to let it go out at anybody. But you don't. You give yourself focus and you make your way back towards Darren's place. And it's not too far away from the McDonald's. And you cross that point again where you see that um, the old homeless guy that had been spat at by Darren's mates previously. And you're feeling remarkable less sympathy for this individual than you did before. Somehow he looks smaller and you're pretty certain that if you wanted to, you could rip him apart as well. And it's just thoughts that very casually just go through your mind. Almost like there's a part of you which is just reminding you of that. It's just making you aware. And somehow when you move, you stop seeing the limits of domain. You start seeing potential domain. You start seeing areas which, if you don't have, you should. And you move up towards Darren's uh, building, and as someone is stepping out of them, a, a young woman that has uh, a, a purse down, uh, one of the carry bags on her side, and as she's looking through it, you just step straight past her through the door that she's just left, and you begin marching up the stairs. You know which floor Darren is on. What are you going to do? I'm going to try and approach it quietly. Okay. Jim does have a little plan. 
kind of things, but he's going to approach it quietly quietly check the door. Okay. See if it's locked this, this time. Okay. <laughs> See if he's learned his lesson. I need a dexterity plus stealth check from you. With this, um, this, this probably wouldn't bring in my, uh, my, my, uh, specialization, I think it is. I think. Why is it? Uh, stalking. No. This is stalk. Three successes. Okay. You go up towards the door and you do a quick check over your left shoulder and your right shoulder. You can hear footsteps downstairs, likely the woman that was leaving, probably coming back in for whatever reason. But you barely register her. The moment that you are certain she's not coming up the stairs, you pay her no mind. And you go up to the door, grab hold of the door handle and just... It's very slightly ajar, you know it's open. And you can hear, as you stop and you listen, footsteps from within the building. Unhurried footsteps just moving back and forth. Okay, that's slowly step inside, close the door behind me and uh, try and figure out if it's Darren's here or if it's daughter's here or if they're both here. Are you inside the, f- the flat at this point? Move inside now. Okay. As you move in through the door, you push it, sh- not fully shut, but closed behind you to the point where it a bit more effort would probably clamp it shut. But you seem to recall that this makes noise when it closes, so you just leave it. And you watch, and an individual steps out of the room two down. Darren's room, you you know to be. But it's not Darren. The individual that steps through has long coat, balding hair, um, quite a largish individual, and he's moving through with what looks to be a list. And he's just ticking it off as he's going. And you can tell this, it's an itemized list, but you can't really discern what it is from this distance. But he stops just by the room, he looks back into it, looks around, and then just moves into the bathroom. He hasn't noticed you there. I'm going to continue forward seeing seeing horses around. Okay, just him. Do a wits plus awareness check for me. Difficulty one. If you don't get this, I will laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I have two successes. Okay. There is nobody else in this room. Aside from the sound of what you're guessing to be curtains ruffling from the room to your right, the room to your the, the room he's just left out of Darren's room, and the room which you remember belonging to a young woman, likely Maisie. It's all of them are open, all the windows are open, and the wind's coming in. But aside from that very quiet, the curtains moving, you can just hear the purposeful footsteps of this individual in front of you. And you can hear him moving back and forth in the bathroom, and his footsteps echoing louder on the tiled foot, uh, the tiled floor. I need a decision quickly. What are you doing? You can hear him moving about, going past the door. The door slightly moves and you tense, but the door doesn't open. It just moves towards it being shut, almost as though he's knocked it as he's moved past it. Currently does not know you're there. Jim quietly growls, then makes then makes a way out. Okay. I need another dex 
a stealth check from you. Uh, four successes. Okay. With a level of silence that you're pretty certain Moses wouldn't be able to match, you step ah. out of the door. <laughs> you step out the door and then just shut it behind you. But even the push you give it is muffled, almost as though whatever's happened inside that flat has muffled it. And there is an increasing sense of satisfaction that you get, even though he wasn't in there and there's frustration there. It's a satisfaction that everybody that was afraid to come here, everybody that was advising against this kind of thing, they're wrong. You've gotten in, you've gotten out, no one's seen you. If Darren was here, you would have done that without anybody seeing you as well. But he's not here. And all of a sudden, that realisation hits. What are you going to do? Um, he's going to remember that he had a couple more friends that are, well, that for what he knows, are not dead. And uh, trying to remember where, uh, where about the addresses was them that Moses gave goes to the closest one so either Daniel or Stephen what, whichever of those um, their place is nearer and he's going to go there Okay, it is worth noting that by the time you can get to these places you will be cutting it very close to getting back to your haven Okay. do you have a preference on which one Stephen is closer and it'll be Stephen okay. how are you getting there just walking just walking okay for the purposes of this I need a stamina plus athletics oh no streetwise that's right guys I'm being adventurous I'm passing <laughs> different categories there are more stats than athletics can. yeah they are. I know right so because five dice he's been doing this for a while five dice with two successes two Two. Okay. It's not. You are feeling energized at this point. You are moving through with a surety. But you've been stalking your domain pretty exclusively, and you didn't always reside in London. So these streets are still somewhat unknown to you. But you know, based upon what you recall seeing from the maps that Moses provided, how to get to Stephen's house. You don't get there as quickly as you'd like to, and there is a very, very subtle but present feeling in the back of your mind that this isn't safe, what you're doing. But you push it aside. It's something that you don't need to consider at this point. And you end up coming to a house which looks unimpressive. And as you look through this building, there is a light on upstairs. There is no lights on in any of the other buildings. It's a, it's a squat house. And even though Will's place was, looked pretty unimpressive from outside, this place is, by comparison, less so. And there is even the gate itself. It's, it's not closed because the gate is half hanging off. And the garden itself, the grass area, what little there is, is overgrown. There is definitely movement coming from within. You can hear, even from here, the sound of a television blaring. Uncomfortably loud at this hour, but whoever's inside clearly doesn't care. I'm just gonna 
go for the door and quite check it. Okay. Door won't open. It is locked. <laughs> Pulls out his lockpicks and uh, try picking the door. Okay. This is going to be... Are you just focusing on the lock or are you going to try and do this so that no one can witness you? Try it so no one can witness you. Okay. In which case, I will need... I will need a wits plus... It's not secure anymore. Larceny. 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 There we go. Wits plus larceny check. And this will be a difficulty four. (gasps) This is a residential area. Are you going to rouse the blood? Please don't. (laughs) Should have stayed quiet. (laughs) You are, unlike the house... The street lights are working fine. You are in open view, so this is going to require you to give timing and do this steadily. I'm going to have to make a, uh, a rouse blood check to give me one extra die because I only have three. Okay, do the okay. So do the check first, then do the rouse the blood check. That's a seven. So that's a success. Okay, so you still keep to hunger level, and you gain one extra blood, uh, one extra die. Come on, barrels and turns. You didn't roll any tens. Oh, you could one, spend three, a three, willpower. Three. You could you could spend a willpower to three successes uh, for that. You are still currently on one superficial, I believe. Or did you know you recovered that no, when you came back in? Yeah. yeah. So are you going to do that? Oh. Yes. Ooh. First willpower spend. And I only only have one dice that I can reroll. Oh yes. Oh. Got a ten. A ten. Fuck. Four successes. Four successes. Okay. It takes it takes far longer than you are comfortable with. Not only because of that incessant buzzing at the base of your skull, but the fact that you know one of the people you are looking for is beyond this fucking door. And you know you could just fucking push it off if you wanted. You could pull it off. I mean, if that weakling Benjamin can do it, you can fucking kick this <laughs> right, But You could in your own way. You force yourself to pace. And you see people move in between different windows across from you, and you consider them for a long moment with a growing disdain. They seem to linger at those windows, just poking their fucking nosy eyes out at every other person. And you do your best to be patient and wait for them to move away. And then you return to working on the lock. And after a while, it gets it clicks, and the door just swings slightly inwards into a dark corridor. Move in, close the door behind me, and try and identify how many people are here. Besides, okay. I need a wits plus awareness, and this will be difficulty two. I'm not gonna have to clear this mess up. That's three successes. Three successes. You listen and try your best to tune out the sounds of the television and whatever the hell he's watching. This high-pitched laughing program. It's either a sitcom or a game show. Oh no, show. it's not the Big Bang Theory, is it? Could be. Um, well, I'm pretty certain the Big oh, Bang Theory. Oh, sorry, I forgot the time periods. Yeah. Completely friends. Friends, yeah. But whatever oh, no, it is, it's, it's high-pitched enough to cause your lip to kind of quirk, but you just close your eyes and you just listen. And there is no sound coming from this floor. The only sounds that you can hear is the sound of the television and the sound of a male laughing and the sound of a creaking chair. I'm going to quietly 
Not a chess or a bit. Try to move way up and see if I can see it's definitely him. Okay. Last roll I'm going to need from you. Last roll you'll ever make. (laughs) (laughs) Dex plus stealth. Before the sun comes up, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got a new a new haven now, guys. Oh, that's that's only two successes. I'm just grabbing his stats. Might be all you need. Yeah, with a one on the hunger die. <laughs> yeah, but at least you got some successes. He's pretty burning another willpower. Rock you better hope he doesn't win, otherwise. Oh god, I'm bad. That looks okay. fuck. <laughs> on the plus side. One less dice than I thought. It's only immortal, guys. Come on. Yeah. How many successes? I had uh, uh, two. Okay. You begin moving up the stairs, and you. One of the steps creaks, and you stop. And you can just hear a <laughs> coming from the room. <laughs> At the exact same moment. And you, ex- you fight down the desire to exhale and you continue up the steps and then one of the doors is already open and you can just see inside as you lean against it and just peer in Stephen, the oldest of Darren's friends sat up in bed, in the covers bare torso just watching something on a TV that's faced away from you You can just he's just illuminated by the glare of this television set completely unprepared a beer in his hand <laughs> just watch can I even chuck a beer? And there's a thought in your mind, and it's it's not uttered in any identifiable language, but its meaning is clear. You could clear that ground and kill him like that, if you wanted to. You could end the problem for your coterie like that, if you wanted to. A bigger potion, Jim's gonna. And quietly move up. Where from the doorway you cannot sneak in. It is if you from the the way that the doorway opens into this squalid, cramped and just rubbish tip of a room. His bed is against the far wall, facing the wall that you are pressed against with where the TV is. So if you enter the room or you move any further in, he will see you. If you intend to do anything, he will see you go in the room. Steven! <laughs> the moment that you say this, his beer lurches as he just sits up, and then he scrambles around on the on the duvet next to him, grabs hold of what looks like a remote, tries to press it, flips it over, presses the button, and just stops and listens. Graham. You Puts. fucked up. He reaches underneath his pillow and just slides full naked out of the bed and just starts moving towards the door slowly and brings around from his hand what looks to be a Glock. He doesn't progress towards the door, he's just halfway there and he's stopping and he's just eyes on the door. <laughs> you really think that's gonna stop me? Are you looking in the room at this point? Uh, as soon as I've seen you just put a pull pull like, like I've kinda of moved moved away, but Okay. He drops 
onto his knee, and he takes up... Well, you can't really see at this point, but based upon the sounds of movement, you know that he's basically settled into some sort of stance. And you can also hear the audible... Busting in. <laughs> right, okay. Okay, Jim. Quajin. Uh, okay. The moment you pitch around the corner, you see Stephen settled into a stance that you, as someone that has brief experience with firearms, recognize to be a somewhat practiced firing stance. And the moment you come around the corner, he squeezes the trigger. This will be dexterity plus athletics. You have no cover, so I believe it's a minus one. Do you have celerity? I have um, Um. rapid reflexes. Yes. Rule school. I call upon you. Hey, Uh. I remembered. I know your character sheet better than you do. Well, I will have a look. I'm going to race the rules. Rapid reflexes. Rapid reflexes. Yeah, celerity. Yeah, it's it's trying to double check what the penalty is if he doesn't have cover. Because I, I think if he, depending on the celerity one power, there is a celerity one power that just negates yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know if he's got that. That's the one he has. Is it? Yeah. Rapid reflex. Is it the one that you have? Is the one that allows you to like, dodge can, bullets? Conserve income of projectiles to the extent they can even attempt to dodge arrows in bullets without available cover. Is yeah. that the one you okay. have? Okay, so in so that yeah, case, yes, you can make the check. Normally, I believe it's just yeah. a penalty to your dice pool if you're yeah. trying yeah. to do it without yeah. cover. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, in that case. Oh. oh, you're joking! Four, yeah, that's a bit. That's a messy crit. That's a messy critical. That's seven. That's a lot. Of, that's okay, a I'm lot of successes. It's a messy crit. How much is it? Seven successes. Seven successes. But it's I can tweet. I can take a tweet a picture right now. That's fine. That's fine. That's two more than he had. Oh! Okay. So, messy critical on a dodge. Okay. As you lurch into the room, the weapon comes up and the bullet flies directly towards your eye. And it's almost as though time slows down a step. As you duck down underneath, your hand rakes across something on the wall. And you grab what you're guessing to be either a statue or a picture frame. And you just fling it at him. And it swings out towards him, hits him square on the side of the temple. And you just suddenly smell blood as it cuts into a corner of his head and he's thrown off of his stance and even though he's still on his feet he's no longer in that stance I'm going to need you to make what's your hunger? Hunger's one. Oh shit okay. <laughs> sorry alright <laughs> I'm going to need you to make a willpower check willpower check for a frenzy for fury Oh, messy critical oh. compulsion taking over, like the so, beast trying to. Because uh, of spent willpower, does that mean that, that reduce any of the? Yep, yeah, you yeah, lose a die. I lose a die. Any uh, spent willpower, any willpower yeah. damage negates the. Uh, it lowers the pool. Hunger doesn't apply. Hunger doesn't apply. Just normal. Hunger. Just normal. Four. Come on. Do you get to add his humanity? Yes. yes. So I did humanity by three and add that. I, so you, you get yeah, I don't two think dice. he gets a bonus at this point. Does he get a bonus? I think he does, actually. Yeah, yeah. he gets two dice bonus. I think you get extra yeah. two dice. It's, uh, yeah. Humanity divided by three, I Which guess. Which just as well, really. Yeah. Actually, you got two successes. Let's check that. Just double checking. So that we know. Unless the rules go gets there first. 
So for those of you who don't know, if you ever hire humanity, you get extra bonus dice to resisting the beast and going into frenzy. So happy. What's your humanity? Six. Two. Yeah, you get two additional. I have two successes. How many did you get total? Two. Two. Okay. The moment that blood releases and the smell catches you, you feel two things. First is the feeling of something underfoot leaving, potentially the floor, and then being met with something less durable. You feel your fangs extend and you feel flesh and blood and through this haze this gripping haze you feel your fangs scrape and then puncture bone and as this haze begins receding you realize the thing that you are currently gripping is his skull. And the thing that your fangs are puncturing is his skull. And as you bite and you feel the blood seep out, you wrench away with such force that you feel something dislodge. And then the brief haze and the, f- the focus that you had suddenly gives way to clarity as you see his body in your hand just twitching and his eyes just going the glock just against the ground as he's spasming holding it, gripping and this two sharp puncture wounds in his head and the gap underneath it from where you've pulled back slightly some of the skull he is dying pretty much going to be dead within a couple of minutes he is still spasming and you can smell the blood although it doesn't rule you at this point whatever the hell just took you is going it's yeah i mean if that was a frenzy it was pretty underwhelming by comparison to what you've been led to believe but you certainly had no control over what just happened and as you're holding him and he's spasming against you with that incessant clicking of the the gun just tapping Pull the, uh, pull the gun out of his hand. Yep. His hand just goes limp and then starts spasming against the ground. You can still feel... You grab hold of the Glock and as you pull it away you can feel the hot barrel underneath your fingers. What are you doing with him? Um, I'm just going to kind of hold, hold him... Put, put the gun down, hold him down with both place to most of the rest of the way to try to... Uh, uh, try to reduce the noise he's making. That. Then uh, pull out a phone and uh, <laughs> take a selfie. The <laughs> uh, <laughs> phone didn't have a camera, funny enough, that, especially in that era. Um, and then you'd be on the curve because <laughs> uh, he knows that um, Benjamin has a uh, Benjamin has a car. So yes, he's true. Gonna, yeah. He's gonna call Benjamin. <laughs> Okay, as he's 
twitching underneath you, and even as you're holding him down, you can hear <laughs> as his body is just spasming out. And you just hold him in place with one hand as you hold the other one up with the phone. You're just watching him at this point. Are you doing anything else while you wait for your, the phone to pick up? I'm just doing best to keep him, keep him as quiet as possible. Okay. What time of the night is this? This are is we, like three, four-ish in the morning. Okay, so we're not... Well, I was going to say, are we together at this point? I don't know where it is in timelines. It depends. Did you... Oh, in that you case... went straight yeah. to the Haven. So where, where are... You're just checking... Resi- uh, so you're going straight to the Haven, in yeah. which case you would... At this point, you would just be leaving um, the rough area of the yeah. Haven. So, yes, this is as you are leaving okay. the hunt. I'll, uh, I'll say, oh, uh, wh- hang on a moment. Um, what, what if this goes off when, you know, we're in the... Anyway, um, <laughs> hello, Ben... Oh, Jim. Oh, good. I was trying to find you. Yeah, um, I need I need you to get your car and come to Stephen Graham's place now. We have uh, a little situation that needs clearing up. We, we do? Well, I have a situation that needs clearing up, and it's going to come back on us. Like, don't get some help. Um, all, 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 all right. Well, uh, Moses is, is with me, so... Yeah, uh, his, his additional help will be needed. I just need you, you to bring your car here all, all right. as soon as all, you can. All right. All right. Oh. What happened? Um... That was Jim. He said, oh, I have to take my car to Stephen Graham's house. He said he, he has a situation there. It's not good, is it, Moses? I go back <laughs> and look for uh, plastic bags. <laughs> um, I mean, he didn't say pick me up. He said, bring your car Stephen Graham. That's exactly what he said. Yes. Yeah. I. I'm not. Stupid. You enter in. You. You unlock the. You en- unlock the door and enter back in. Um, Mrs. Morovsky, you catch her out the corner of your eye. You're so used to this point of her not being there that you suddenly stop and just look around at her and you realise that she's okay out. <sighs> and the paper kind of trailing on the floor next to her. Glasses kind of slid off her nose in the, in, <laughs> in that way. Um, slip hospital slippers still flapping. Um, and you step past her to your room to go and grab some or the kitchen I just grab wherever. a lot of black bean bags yep lots of them yep like the roll okay so you take the roll of bags head back out um and... thinking also I'm up you're gonna take the mop with it <laughs> um, is it reasonable I'm gonna prepare him okay. Jim called him <laughs> okay I'm going hunting <laughs> I'm giving him <laughs> okay here what yeah what here like a bucket. I don't. I don't like what this suggests, Moses. <laughs> Probably there's some cleanup business to be made. But okay. But I, I'm hungry. Me too. Oh. Ask Ask Jim to give you whatever leftovers he had. Over there. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's hot. no. You've got to come. I can't go on my own. And 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 what if? Well, you, and you need to keep an eye out for cameras. What if someone identifies my car? What am I even saying? Is this actually what I think it is? I, um... Okay, I'll take the license plates out. And I go look for a screwdriver and take his license plates out. Okay. Oh, man. Are you driving illegally as well? I mean... <laughs> hang on, so... All right, so I, I guess I'll, I'm going to get some... some uh, I'm going to... I think I was already in clothes. I'd probably go hunting in any way. But I'll make sure I've got some some latex gloves and okay. it some takes, bleach. You it takes you guys 
an uncomfortably small amount of time to get ready yeah. to do what you're yeah, about well, to do. Yeah, we were about to go hunting, so we're yeah. like ready to go sneaky. It's yeah, just, so... I mean, our. I was thinking more. Someone recently yeah. died in your lobby. You know, uh, yeah, you managed like, to clean we up. Have so been managed here. Get, yeah, actually, I've got I it's probably uncomfortable how quickly yeah. you guys managed to think. Okay, a body. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, th- got it. I think as well as once once um, Jim's, what's the phone? Phone's gone. He's realised that Benjamin probably hasn't done anything like this before. So he takes moments going. Um, please come with. Uh, uh, please come with. Uh, please come with. Uh, oh yeah, because please you told sure him that we were together. I did. Yeah, I yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. So you get this text I, message. I mean, I probably just go and pick up the bucket. He used the night before. Yeah, it has everything in it. It's like, oh yeah, we still do. We have everything okay. we need. So you're going in your car, yeah? Are uh, you both going? His what? car. Hang on. So when we go to my car, are you starting to try and unscrew the? the... I I I totally go. Yeah. Oh, you no, know, wait, 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 wait. Now, not here. Like we are on our. But I don't want to be driving through the street. I don't want to get picked up by the police because I. We'll do it when we're there. We'll park a few streets away. You need to tell me where it is. I don't know where it is. All right, I'll drive. Let's go. So, okay. So with I'm looking out the window with a hungry seeing, and sullen Moses. <laughs> like every every pedestrian in the street is like the image of the little kid watching at the at the candy store, going like, yeah. <laughs> every tasty morsel that you oh pass by, God, that could have been dinner. Yeah, gets smaller and smaller as you turn the corners, so heading as, towards Stevens. As place. we're driving, I'll be saying, you know, I, li- I live foggy. Okay. At the Haven. You know, while you were away, Jim, Jim was was very. Um, I, I should have realised he was going to do something like this. He was so, um, well, aggressive. I mean, even for Jim. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, uh, he's pretty aggressive and dangerous. I saw him with Tyler yesterday, and now you tell me that he's Stephen's house, asking for a car. I mean, not a lift. I mean, this. What. Isn't isn't this like before? I mean, I mean, with um, Will, we just left it be, isn't it? it? Shouldn't we just leave this be? Don't you think? Leave it be. Uh, that one with a little bit of spicy sauce. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, I said, I said, shouldn't we just leave it be? The the yeah, what? the body or the 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 situation. Why do we? Why does he need my car, Moses? Because probably he's the one who killed Stephen. You well, the, did but, not kill Will. No. We, you got there to a crime scene. Now, Jim is the crime scene. Has you, has you, you think he's done something... Oh, in- If he hadn't, he would have left without saying a word. Not asked for a car. Moses, what are we going to do when we've got Pick this? up the body. Yes, put it I'm- with the remains of Tyler. Oh. I'm gonna make a business out of this, and I'm gonna make a killing. <laughs> is is that one of your jokes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm joking. It doesn't take you too long. Uh, I mean, at this time in the morning, yeah. the only traffic that's there is really the people that are heading to work at this time, um, and most of those people are bleary-eyed and reluctant enough that they're not trying to speed through London traffic you managed to get there so I'm going to park so, not outside his house but a street away somewhere okay. that is not directly under a street light okay and then I'm going to say okay now you can take off the number plates no no you take the number plates I'll go meet Jim and then pick us up so it's that oh house. yes you, you could text me when it's time mm-hmm. alright 
That's I like that. That's good. Good. All right. Okay. I'm not, Actually, I'm not letting him approach the scene of the crime and freak out. Okay. <laughs> Quick question. Oh, Katia, this could be a great scene. What? After you woke and you left, yeah. where did you Actually, go? Well, I was going to go back to the Haven. Okay. Check on these birds. You came back to the Haven <laughs> to find the door um, locked, thankfully. You unlock the door and come in and you see an unconscious Mrs. Morovsky in her wicker chair. Like, she's not been um, knocked out again, has she? <laughs> no, no, she, she <laughs> height of incompetence. Um, uh, she she has uh, the stitches and stuff from where she took the blow. She has curious slippers and a nightgown on, uh, but otherwise is there with the newspaper um, just open at the side of her and an untouched mug of tea beside her. Um, I know, right? <laughs> Criminal. I know. Now that is not innocent. Okay. Does she look, does she look cold? Like she might get cold because I don't want well, a lady the... who's ill who might get cold. I mean, w- with the door closed, I mean she tends to keep the heating on oh. most of the time anyway in here. Um, you give her a blanket. So I did give her a blanket. Yeah, and she's got the blanket over her legs anyway, with just the slippers poking out. And uh, you stop and you listen. And whilst you can smell a very strong scent of bleach, <laughs> you uh, <laughs> you you can't hear any other noises coming from inside. Okay, I'm gonna take out my phone and slightly tr- putting myself off of doing this, and like gonna text Moses, and, like <laughs> everything cool. <laughs> Question mark smiley face. A very passive aggressive smiley yeah. face. Oh my god. My cell phone is getting more popular. <laughs> <laughs> so, so popular. popular yeah. I I I am actually hiding from the lights in a normal fashion, using the weather to my advantage again, like you know, pop up the color of the coat, the, the okay. So you're not obfuscated. I'm not obfuscated. Okay. Like, but I'm I'm hiding. I'm actively okay. hiding away from might. I don't want to risk failing a rouse check and going to hunger four. Cool. No, you don't. None of us want that. But I'm gonna show it in my demeanor. Pick up the phone. Everything. Everything cool, guys. If you're messaging me to get rid of a body, I swear to God! (laughs) (laughs) If you're also messaging me to get rid of a dead body, I swear to God! What? Immediately. How many bodies? (laughs) Just this... Just... Steven. I I just leave it at that because I need to... Hide. Do I need to do a... Stealth check? Which... Dexterity... Uh, yeah, it will be dexterity plus stealth. Ouch. That's a lot of hunger dice. It's all like, it's fine, you'll live. I've done it with three. I'm trying to to go in. That's cool. Uh, no, not break in yet, right? This no, 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 this in. is just a... No, I mean, the, the, the specialization break in doesn't apply yet. No. This is just to get to the place without being observed. Great! I'm gonna die here. <laughs> Unless you just want to walk up to the house nonchalantly. And... Alright, he just one success. Okay. Two. 
No. Oh, two, two successes. Thank okay, you. right. Okay, that's better. I can be back. Uh, <laughs> See, thank you. We just saved you from being. No, a yeah, I, it's a seven, but I, I, I thought it was a one. Okay. Um, you move up towards uh, the house, and it has an open, well, not an open door, but as you move up towards it and just observe, you can see the light on up in the other window. You can hear a TV. And as you stop and you strain your hearing to hear it, you hear it. Coming from upstairs. That's some kinky fetish. <laughs> <laughs> just open my door. Open the door. As if I... And go in. Okay. Like I assume door. the door is unlocked. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> door. Nothing happened. Nothing it's all good. The door opens. The door opens and you step in through it. Into a dark corridor and you can hear the noises coming from upstairs. Are you going up? Yes. Okay. You step up the stairs. I, I look for the... As because, you move. Yeah, it's probably it's either a Stephen trying to use Morse code and he's alive, please let it be that, or he's really impatient going like with his foot and doing that clacky really weird sound. I mean this is too kind of erratic to be that. Um, yes. although you try and convince yourself it Stephen might be but you move, Morse code. Stephen you move Morse upstairs code. and the light from your from your right as you turn and you look in, you can see Jim just holding down a very, very lightly twitching body of Stephen. Fully... What do you do? Yeah. What do you do? He's just this fully nude individual with <laughs> blood all over the floor, um, oh. puncture marks in his skull, part of his skull pulled back, and Jim just holding down... His, I mean, he's the way he's just staring ahead. It's quite clear that he's. Is he gonna make it? No. He I, is I just fucked. give. I just look straight at James. Like, You're gonna owe me for this one. Are you hungry? Not that hungry. Not with your lover. Wrong head, by the way. <laughs> let's. If let's you're hungry, fix this. if you're hungry, feed. There'll be less blood to clear up. Meanwhile, I'm already still. I'm trying to call him now. I'm like really stressing oh, out. He made sense Steve. for hungry Moses. <laughs> I take one, but but you know, softly. I don't want to hurt him. Oh, come on, if I touch him, he's gonna die. To be honest, all you can get out of the body at this point is one. He's been bleeding out of his skull. Would it put him out of his misery? He's having a seizure. Would the he's kiss more than a seizure. the act? Well, he's having like um, if you'd done this when he was just as he suffered this injury, yes. But at this point, he's he's pretty much gone. At this point, so it, he's you get the feeling blood. that yeah. At this point, I mean, he his skull, his skull and brain got punctured. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. I I I, yeah. I I drain whatever little. There's a reason why. By I mean, even just a, a crack to the skull. I mean, yeah, yeah, he would have been disoriented and stuff, but to have this seizure, it's likely he's just given him yeah. instant brain yeah, damage. Yeah, I, I do it. Okay. Completely so draining. the blood in his body is not as warm as it is, and whilst you still feel that kind of satisfaction from taking this blood, 
it's not as filling as you recall it being and it takes you draining every drop you can get from his veins just to appease a modicum of your uh, your hunger so you only recover one and that's from draining him fully of what he has left but you do recover one it does take you a fair few minutes to get to this point everything yeah okay so now the only thing the only blood left is the squelch of the carpet as you stand up and the blood that's already in there it's just like that creature out of Starship Troopers yeah. Yep. I'm still now imagine that twice. I go. I just finish. Text Benjamin. Come. And tell him, you still owe me. We're, uh, let's bring another. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I grab his feet and go like. Yeah. Go on then. Get, get him bags first. We go, bag, bag him here. Then we can move him. Bag him here, then we can move him. We need to pull him and the rug. Yes, I know. We bag him. We bag the rug separately. Rug or carpet? No, carpet. Full no. carpet. But we'll pull the carpet. It's a bedroom. <laughs> I'm going to pocket the clock. Okay. Um. Because we, because you were not dangerous enough before. <laughs> now he's armed. Now he's armed. Hey, you know what? I'm, 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 uh, I, now that I'm fed, it's... I slightly freak out less and go back to my... More shy demeanor. Well, that's great. I'm freaking out a lot right now. <laughs> I, I go downstairs and just look through the eye thingy until he shows up with the car. Pick up the phone. Okay, you driving over there? Yeah, he said to come. Okay, you drive up underneath these street lamps. You have a look at You're comfortably aware of just how many lights are still on in this street in people's homes, but you try not to... So, Pete, is this like... It's half two in the morning, right? Three in the morning? It's like three, four three, in the morning. Four. And people are still up. Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. It's badasses. I'd be in bed now. Well, if someone well to be honest, six, in a nice neighborhood shift. like this, nice shift, yeah. nice shift. where there was a gunshot. Yeah. Is there. Yeah. I mean, I didn't hear the gunshot, though. Oh, no, you haven't there. heard the gunshot. So, are there people out? Does it look like weirdly active for a street at this time? When I'm driving. There's like... no one out. It's the windows that you're uncomfortably aware of. And oh, oh, yeah, a lot of the people are at the windows. Yeah, there is now. There was a gunshot. <laughs> okay, so if, if when I'm driving down the street, I see loads of people at the windows, I'll just keep driving. Good. Okay. So and, you watch and, as a car goes past, comes up, and then just keeps driving. <laughs> and um, I will I will go round to the, a few streets away. Means the n- number. Number 54. And then I go to the other text. Yeah, we're taking care of Stephen. Yeah. Um... Uh, as soon as uh, Moses left, um, Tim's going to have a look around see if we can find any more ammo. Okay. All right, I, I'm going to phone. No, I, wait, I don't know what the situation is in the house, so I'm going to text Moses. But it's going to take me a little while because Benjamin's not very quick on texting. Okay. Right. I'll deal with yours first. You have a quick look yep. through this room. It is cluttered with a lot of shit that you really don't care for um, but you hunting through bits and pieces just moving it around tossing it out of the way checking underneath the other uh, pillows and in what uh, drawers you can get open there are n- there is no other clips or mag- uh, magazines for it the only ammo in this room from what you can tell without doing a detailed search are the three bullets that are still in the current magazine yeah. One for each of the cottery. 
Well, that and the one that is currently punctured into the door frame that missed your head. Um, and I'm going to go uh, uh, find, a, find a couple of bags and start bagging the molly. Okay, what, you taking him whole? <laughs> that should not be... Dude! <laughs> Actually, are we, are we on a second story, right? Yeah. With, with him being... Well, first story. Oh, with, sorry, first, first, first yeah, floor. With him being drained, I'm going to um, try and just quickly pull the uh, joints out of ball. Uh, bones off the joints and pull arms off, off the shoulders and legs softly. Okay. Try and fold them up. You're going to win. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's not Chewbacca-ing it, is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think he is. Are you going to do what? Are you okay. pulling his limbs off? <laughs> what I'm going to need from you... <laughs> One stain, two stain, two stain. <laughs> what do I see? He's what dead. do I see out of the window? Okay. Um, a clear street and lots of people at their windows looking towards your house. Not specifically at me. Not, well, my window. More at you because, well, are you down, you're on ground floor? No. Upstairs? In the bedroom? Then yes, at you. Because you are in the only lit room in the house. I think I'll stay where I am. Cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, um, I turn around and I tell Jim, we burn the house. We burn. <laughs> Somewhere catches like, I don't know why, but they're making me so cross. <laughs> we find the house and disturb the 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 They will still find the body. Yes, they will find the body. We can't have. Uh, I'll point in the head as I'm starting to pop it. Can't have that. Option two <gasps> Get a knife. Give me a knife. Give me a knife. Okay. I go. Help me turn them over. Open the back. Snap the ribs. <laughs> His friend died this way. Let's fake it and leave. Wait, are you starting to do that, are you? Well, I need a knife first, but that I tell him my plan. Can I Can I uh, tell you what I'm texting? Sure. Yeah. I'm going to text. Um, every, everyone knows, get out. Yes, I and, want to burn them, please. And I'm going to... I, I'm going to get somewhere vaguely safe again in the dark and put my number plates back on <laughs> and if I don't get any other texts I'm going home <laughs> okay we can have a nice conversation yeah exactly okay. <laughs> um, do you want to fake I, another sort of out. gruesome death in, you, you took like five minutes to send a text wait <laughs> one for a reply yeah. Jim pulls out and Cuts into, cuts into him oh, himself. Okay, oh, I will need. <laughs> nice. I will reply. We're fixing the crime scene. You have to roll craft checks. I hope you buffed craft. <laughs> yeah. You Ooh. got the wrong person. Uh, no. <laughs> no. I, I could because, totally have been your man. As this is you copying uh, what amounts to a very grotesque bit of art, um, it's going to be strength. You needed a specialist. Plus. Huh? We need this special. Actually, um, that's what I texted him. It's like, we're preparing the scene so it looks like he died the same way as uh, Will. Okay. Okay. Um, you can get one more text in if you're about to start this. I'm about to start this. Right, one more text in. Okay, I'm going to text this and I think I'm just going to go. As in, but my text is going to be, get out now again. Yeah, see you at home. And, you know, 
That's all I'm going to say. I mean, it's yeah. too early for WTF to be a fan. Yeah, I don't know. And I don't think Benjamin would do that either. So no, I'm... I'm His would be WTH. What the heck? No, I'm, I'm out. Yeah, not swearing. Um, <laughs> okay, so you getting these texts and probably pulling over each time you're checking them because yeah. you're Benjamin. Um, yeah, of course. You double check them and has each terrifying text comes through. <laughs> no. Each more worse than the other. You just... You just start going home and you get no initial response apart from that. Um, you probably, are you sending any more texts? Yes. <laughs> yes, how many? I've been calling and texting. Okay, okay, so your phone has been going crazy. You go over yeah, towards I, the body. I, 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 at, at this point, point, I have started also trying to contact. At some point, I, I, I would pick up, but mostly texts, and it, because it's in probably like five rate or whatever. Mm. And now that he's doing some Dali mixed with Charles Manson, I'll pick up the phone. Okay. What's going on? Um, there's been an accident. Has there? Um, well... Um, you know Steven, Darren's friend? Not personally. Well, um, yeah, he's he's the one who, who... I think he's the one who cracked your ribs. Was he? I can't remember which one Steven. did that. What happened yeah. to Steven? Yeah, the one who cracked your ribs. Uh, Inconsequential. He, he, he died of, well, natural causes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Can I... Do I need to inside no, check that? No, you don't. <laughs> this is Moses. <laughs> Right, that's, that's unfortunate. I trust you're dealing with the problem. Uh, well, yeah. Um, we're we're trying to make the very natural... I mean, I mean, the natural death of him to resemble the very natural passing of his dear friend, Will. Does anyone know what's going on? Pretty much everybody around, you know, three block radius. I really, really hope Jim knows how to obfuscate. Could, <laughs> no. could you not make it look like some kind of animal attack? Not on a second story after a, 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 what it looks to be a gunshot, because probably I've already had this. Come like ask them whatever. If this happens again, I'll expect you to sacrifice your familiar. No, Foggy's actually at home. He should be taking care of the premises. Well, I haven't seen him, so he's doing well, a bang Foggy up is job. Still out in the tunnels. Sorry, Foggy hasn't come back yet. Still went into the tunnels. Yeah, he went, he went out to, to hunt. To hunt. Yeah, he hasn't he, come back yet. Yeah, yeah. Fo Foggy's out there. Also, you wouldn't see him. He obfuscates. Beep. Okay, move it. From you, yeah. if you are trying to replicate that scene. Oh, my God. Yeah, do we get any aid from Moses? Or is it just, just is Moses, is he getting aid from you? Does he have the skill? I think you might need the skill to aid. <laughs> no. yeah, do you have craft? Then no. I, 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 I am um, looking for rope to tie his hands to whatever. It will be... And candles. Strength plus crafts minus two. I'm sure he's really the aromatherapy Because you still have your compulsion. Which gives me all of a single hunger die. This is the Which is a success! Moses. Yes? The breaking of the ribs is not a problem for Jim. Mm -hmm. In fact, he does it with more ease than perhaps even someone he, like Jim should. Um, and he rips them, but there is no delicacy to how he rips through them. There is no... I mean, 
it's you forget I wasn't there to see Will. So for me, yeah, it looks fine. Looks, sure. you're, doing, you're doing great, ones. buddy. You're doing great. Crack up. <laughs> <Let's do it. laughs> I was not there. I am not a good judge for this. Okay. Did you not show Moses the picture? I left though? before. I, I haven't Did, seen Moses for okay. a long time. No. Did anyone discuss with Moses the scene? Basic stuff. Uh, I think we the ribs and stuff. Yeah, we talked about it in general, but not no, a lot of visual. Okay. So for me. Wow, Will really had it coming. <laughs> he looked like that. So, oh my god. Jim, in this case, <laughs> it's hard for you to see past the animalistic pleasure you get from doing this <laughs> to someone that's hurt you. Enough to see that the way you are effectively breaking these bones and tearing them back is in no way like the way the other individual did this. And when you try pulling his lungs, you do it with enough force to effectively rip them. Um, but what? And I mean, you get about halfway through, and then you come to the realization that no amount of you staying here to work on this body is going to help you replicate what you saw. And for a start, in the other place, and there's a part of your mind that likes to remind you of this, and it only works you up more. The other place was almost, aside from the bedspread, meticulously kept in terms of how it was arranged. This is anything but. No one is going to believe that this was the same person. Fuck it. Fuck it. Sound like, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) You know that hunger I slaked? Yeah. I'm going to risk it. Office gate two. Sorry. He's like, um, see you at the Haven or like, are you good? If you go, I just jump swinging at him. Come on. Uh, we need to go. Everybody's looking through the window. Like, I, I like fire at first. You then we can hear. <laughs> Fuck. Someone called the police. Right. Are we going to set it on you fire? You can hear them as you're driving uh, off. You're a ways away now, but yeah. you can hear them. Yeah. You can hear them. I can't. You. So, I can't. So, do we burn this place? Yeah, if we can burn this place, but you need to, because I, I need to get out of here now, and I'm going towards the door. Uh, okay, okay. You do that. Okay. And I'll burn it and leave. Okay. This now, is November. Great. You're leaving Moses through the, the front arsonist. Door? <laughs> leave the front door. Uh, uh, right. up and okay. <laughs> running. Everyone sees you. This class is his teamwork. There's a lot of people looking. I need. I don't think it's going to be an issue. I'm not bailing him out. I don't have any money. I need a strength plus stealth roll because this is a case of you getting out as quickly as you can between people looking than it is because there is no way that you can stealth. And this is with a minus two. Minus two, damn it. Oh, yeah, it was a great roll. Well. Oh. Remember, your, your compulsion has not yeah. been satisfied. I give me two successes, that's it. Oh dear. She will power it. It's too late now. I think you have to commit. Um, oh, before you yeah. find out the competition. I'm going to willpower it. Well, someone's, someone's going to be very impressionable after yeah, all this. Yeah. Think Which gives you two more successes to me. Nice. Four, four total successes. Oh. Nice. Yes! Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I probably shouldn't have told you that. But however, you, you, you have are like pretty certain that as the curtains flicker back and forth, 
and you can hear uncomfortably close the sirens coming. You pick your moment and then fueled on not quite adrenaline, but your whatever impulse is carrying you, you just bolt out the door, go past the gate and just turn off and move. Not so quick that anybody looking out their window then will catch you out the corner of their eye in the peripheral, but you move with enough speed that you're pretty certain you managed to turn that corner before anybody else looks at it. And you start moving off again. You are ob- obfuscated. Well, I'm or you're gonna, gonna set okay. fire to the place. I just get out right. my sepo and start right on the on the Uh-oh. covers of the the thingy there. Right. Okay. What do you call it? The duvet. Rotrek. I call it fear frenzy. I need a fear frenzy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, please. You are setting light to a building you are currently stood in. This well, is actually, I'm setting right? fire to a. <laughs> This duvet is, and I'm running is, if the duvet catches is, on fire like manically Moses, I'm gonna do that Moses yeah willpower check please <laughs> whatever I have available remember right? time, remember time you are basically humanity. you have the subconscious reminder from your beast that you are setting fire however you want to start this fire in a building that you are stood inside of Look, it, add two dice this is a willpower humanity. check yeah. plus two and your difficulty <laughs> Your difficulty. It's gonna be like seven successes. No, it's not gonna be that high. It's you're not stood in the middle of a blazing inferno, but you are setting fire to a building you're stood. Oh, you're literally that dog going, everything's fine. (laughs) Everything's fine. (laughs) Or that yeah, this will be the one time that Foggy follows you in. Yeah. Then you have to run back inside to get him. Would you? Um can you look up the frenzy check uh total score me please? Just so that I don't lose more time. Keep busy while they're having fun. Seriously, I'm gonna set up a cleanup service. I'll take your mind off it. Like this Um, kind of cleanup service. Unless I've managed to get it. Yeah, I've got it. Never mind. Would you be my partner in a cleanup business? Well, so far it's not a very successful business. It is gonna be amazing. Okay, it's not gonna be high because it's not a current going blaze. I just pray you don't fuck this up. <laughs> Difficulty two. He had to say it, didn't yeah, he? Difficulty two. But it's only four successes. Okay. Despite the fact that the moment that flame goes, and keep in mind this flame is coming out of something in your hand, there is a moment where your hand wants to just drop and run, and you can feel your fangs extending as you're doing it, almost in preparation for the response. But you manage to hold that flame and force your hand to remain gripped long enough for something to catch and the moment that it catches you undo the lighter and bolt and you head towards the door obfuscated obfuscate okay two unseen presence okay make your check thank you six a success the door is open enough that you you manage to get out yeah he he just blew it open and bolted yeah so I, I do the same but no one sees me so you step past and you are uncomfortably aware of how many of these people are looking towards this house it's noticeable as you turn the corner that I, I still cover my face and all of that because in case of there's, if there's any camera or whatever okay. I don't want them to see like the full yeah. face of an Osprey so I'm just gonna I, I still bandage my face with my hoodie with my okay. scarf and run because of the glare of the, the TV in the other room you wouldn't be able to see the flames even if they're looking up. However, whether or not anybody notices in the next few minutes, you don't 
you're not aware. As you turn the corner, is just in time to see what looks like an armoured response van taking the corner, alongside two other police vehicles. Moses, as you head away from the sirens and the building, you follow on what you're assuming to be the coattails of Jim, and weaving in and out of the meagre foot traffic that's around at this point with people trying to get an early start on getting to their work, making their way towards tube stations or just driving. It doesn't take you too long to find Jim who, being visible, can't just full on run. You manage to catch up to him. You're long behind Benjamin who manages to get back to the haven long before you two. If he stops, I keep on going. Jim does not stop him. Well, he wouldn't have been able to see you either way. You both make your respective ways back towards the haven. Katia with the slumbering Mrs. Morovsky, who has, for based upon your cursory inspection, has no intention of waking up. Um, the door eventually, as Benjamin returns. Yeah, I'll probably lock the door behind me. Yep. And uh, do, are you standing in the lobby? I've been pacing. <laughs> I'll say, oh, hello. What's going on? I'll glance at Mrs. Morosky. Let's go. Yes, let's. Um, so go somewhere out of her <laughs> earshot. Okay. I'll say, um, oh, which, there, there's quite lots gone on. Start from the beginning and get through it. Well, I suppose very briefly, um, Tyler Adams came to the door. Right. Um, and I called the constable and the constable killed, destroyed. I don't know what the right word is. But anyway, Tyler Adams doesn't doesn't move around anymore. Is that why it stinks of bleach downstairs? Yes, we had, yeah, she left us with the, the body and we had to clean it up and it was awful. Two, okay. Um, and then... Well, there was nothing too dramatic. I mean, Mrs. Morosky came home. Yes, good to see. That's a good thing. Probably without the permission of her doctor. And, um, and then, well, then I got a call from Jim and he said he wanted me to bring my car because there had been a problem... Um, and I, I believe that, that Stephen, um, I forget his surname, but one of Darren's associates. I see. Um, and, and I gather that, that there was a body there, I think. And they wanted me to go with my car and ask to move the body. But when I got there and they, they were already inside, there were windows. I, I mean, it was it's very, uh, people should be asleep. And they weren't. They were at their windows watching Stephen's house. I think they knew uh, one of them had to have called the police. I told them to get out. And so they... not only did Jim murder someone, yes. uh, he clearly did it with the amount of subtlety that we could assume he would have used. And now everyone on that street knows? Is, is that about the gist of it? Well, I, I don't know if everyone knows that, that Jim did it, but they certainly know that something happened there. I was very, I mean, there really was, uh, I assume he must have done it with very little subtlety at all, given the number of no, lights on. You did, you did the right thing to come straight back. I uh, just thought, if, if, I, if I parked outside oh, there, yes. and, and I thought well, the police must be on their way, and I heard the sirens, they were on their way, I told them to get out, I Fantastic. texted them to get out. I don't know if they did. They, they were trying to, oh, what was that text? I'll fish out my phone. Um, something about the crime scene, covering up the crime scene. I don't know, they didn't, <laughs> I, I don't know what happened, but it, it was bad. I, I, it was all a mess. Right. Horrible mess. Well, I think, as much as I hate to say it, we're going to have to... Well, we're going to have to trust them for at least the next half an hour and then find out how disastrous the results of that are. Yes. Uh, because I think um, either of us turning up and trying to help at this point is Oh, no, it'll, 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 be, it'll be madness. This is, this is... I'm sorry, this is their responsibility to deal with. We can't... I, eat, we can't 
expect to be rescued every time we do something slightly wrong. Can we? What, what do you mean? I mean, I... No, I, I suppose not. I, I, I just... I mean... I think, I think this could be really bad. Yes, I think so too. Um, excellent. Wonderful. Um... <sighs> so, um... Uh... I don't know what to do now. I, I mean, it's late. I'm hungry, but it's late. I, I was just going to try and... Oh, I should warn you. Um, I don't think any of the windows on your floor are broken, but I've Mrs. Morofsky's getting someone in to fix the windows that are broken. That's so fine. if they you shouldn't... sleep in any rooms with broken windows, you shouldn't sleep there. I don't there. know why I'd be doing that. Uh, I, I doubt they'd be coming up to the attic, and I would lock it behind me anyway. Um, I think for now, we just have to wait and see what happens when they come back. With any luck, they don't make a beeline straight here and create some kind of trail that could be followed. Oh, you don't think they do that, would you? No, that's, no, no, because no, they 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 have experience in this sort of thing, don't they? I mean, that's the thing that they they seem to know what they're doing. I don't know. I don't know if Jim has actually torn anyone limb from limb in a public well, he, he, area before. He told me that whenever he needs to feed, he just grabs people off the street, so he must know. Yes, but they're not usually in their own homes. That he, like he said, they're usually poor homeless wretches that he's gone and slaked himself on uh, exactly he talks a lot of talk he's quite convincing yes he would be well I suppose like you say we just have to see how bad it is when they get back there isn't yes. anything is there anything else we should do should we, should we go somewhere else should we not be here do, do, would that be a what, what, do, what does one do in a situation like this we're going to have like I say for now we're going to have to trust them to make the right choices and I right. think we should stay here right. for now alright uh I, I had, there are a few things I, I want to do. If you wish to be distracted from the grisly encounter you just had, or nearly had, uh, you're welcome to assist me. Uh, well, what, what are you doing? Uh, and I take a little um, plastic Tupperware box out of my uh, satchel. I'm trying to catch some spiders. But why? <laughs> I... I need them for other matters. Um, I need them. Do you want to help you, me? It might distract are, you. Are you? Do you have a spider collection? In a manner of speaking, uh, they're very useful. Uh, are you a zoologist or something? I have many areas of interest and expertise. Um, Right, but they're fascinating creatures to study and can be incredibly useful. They have are, a lot of properties. Are there are there spiders in the crossed hands? Is that is that is that something? We... Look around. Have you seen how many cobwebs this place has? Oh, I mean, what do you think made them silkworms? You want me to catch spiders? Uh, I am sorry. I'm no. I'm just trying to offer a a way to distract your mind from what's I, going on. I just I I, I just I wasn't I don't I honestly don't know what I expected you were going to ask me to do. It wasn't this, <laughs> um, but that's fine. I mean, I suppose it's actually probably the best thing I've been asked to do all night. So exactly, fine. we're not hurting anyone. We're not causing any terrible disasters. All right, I'll. I'll... And we're we're removing spiders from our home. Well, removing relocating. Do you have something to catch them in? I have some more Tupperware, yeah, yeah. Of course, right, yes. Yeah, have some. It's Fine. the night of weird requests. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you, you've been asked some weird shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> the fact that Mrs. Morovsky hasn't been able to check the upper floors in order to clean them 
means that there are a number of spiders. There are small spiders, there's large spiders, Don't there's various. Oh. In your rooms, outside your rooms, I'll, in the corridors. I'll, I'll catch some... I mean, it's I'll, not like an infestation. No. It's, it's an old house. Well, I guess I'll I'll start in the rooms I'm sleeping in and I'll try and catch some spiders. Okay. I can't say that he's putting his heart and soul into this activity, but he'll have a go. Okay. You go between each of the rooms and you move upstairs. Um, you're not in... Are you... You see it situated in the loft? Um, I my rooms are in the loft. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you go in her room as well? Uh, uh, are you allocating me a place to go? Because I'm not... probably assuming you're not coming in my room. I'm not going to go in her okay. room. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm not going in Jim's room either. For the record. <laughs> I mean, if his rooms are open, I'll go in. I'm not bothered. Okay. Well, my Jim's. my room. Yeah. Oh, I'll, Jim's room. I'll, yeah. I'll spider sweep Jim's rooms. Okay. Um, there's not that many in Jim's room. In fact, it's probably the only room where there's not any. Um, but as you begin going between the different rooms, there is one that you manage to find that is pretty vacant. It's decked up the exact same as the others. But one noticeable thing is, as you begin looking around, you move the bed aside to look underneath, and there is a host of dead insects and spiders and a bird underneath it. Is this who? who which of us is finding this? Both. I'm assuming that you. Okay. Both. Are we? Are we? Huh. Are we tagged? We're like in a, a yeah, buddy I mean, buddy as you go between the rooms, you, you heard them. <laughs> them. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd assume that at one point your sweeps would have brought you into the same. So we're, we're sort of like. And this is about midway up the building. Uh, is this some kind of cat's trove? Do we have a stray cat living in this place? I feel like. I don't. I don't need dead ones anyway. There's no point dealing. There's no point disturbing it. I only need live ones. Is it like they, they're all kind of piled up together, yeah. or are they? So that's just weird. Yeah. I'll, okay, I'll say I'm. I'm going to come out and say it. This is not right. <laughs> well, out of the many things that have happened in this house, it is one of the less strange. But I give it to you; it's not usual. I mean, I know sometimes cats do strange things, but I don't think they do this. I don't know. I've, I've never had a cat. I. You know what's interesting is. I think a night or two ago, this would have actually really disturbed me. Really? But now, I, it, I mean, it's, well, it's just another thing, isn't it? It's, exactly. We just added to the list. Precisely. And, you know, I, mean, it's, it's, I it's, find, and I, I don't know if you find the same, and this is probably me trying to extend some sort of hand of friendship truce, I'm not sure. I find it helps my mind sometimes to busy it with a menial task of some sort. I'm sure for you, this takes the place of your artwork. Um, for me, it can be any number of tasks, but sometimes I find it helps. And, and does this count? Um, I'm going to leave this where it is. Yes, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Back out of the room. <laughs> okay. You complete your sweep of the building, um, ignoring that room um, by and large, probably shutting the door behind yeah. you as well. Um, as you move between them, and as you finally come back downstairs to find uh, Mrs. Morovsky exactly where you've left her, um, you hear footsteps approaching the door, the rattling of keys... And then Jim stepping in. And Armfuls of spiders. And Moses likely coming in, whether or not you're um, decloak. Nope. Going straight to your room. Nope. Still in the lobby. Okay. I want to see what does she have to say to Jim. And then after <laughs> she vents, I just pretend to have just arrived. That's pretty. That's damn smart. So how Sneaky. does how does 
So how does Jim appear when he comes, like, is he covered in blood? Yes. Are there... I mean, he's wearing darkish clothes anyway, so it's not immediately ob- obvious unless he's, like, under light. Yeah. And even then, it could maybe be mistaken as a spilt drink or something similar, but you guys can smell it on him. Okay, I'm going to put down my spiders. Jim first. just locks the door and walks right past them. Go upstairs. Jim, what happened? Yeah. Eloquent as always. Are you, uh, uh, yeah. I, I think you should probably. Uh, are you going to talk to him? I mean, we, we should probably know if he I want came. to find out what happened. I'm right. going to follow on up after I'll, him. I'll I'll um I'll be nearby. I'll, I'll come with you. I mean, Jim, you return to your room to find a note upon your bed. Okay, quick glance at um, open the open doorway, open the cupboard, put my stuff, pick it on my hammer, and start heading back downstairs, um, aiming for the tunnels. Okay. You have to pass them on the way. I'm standing at the bottom stairs like uh, Mrs. Fox style. <laughs> okay. Your path is blocked by Katia. I just want to know what happened. If the police come after you, we cannot help you if you're going to stay quiet about this. Are you going to block him? Are you? <laughs> Uh, I mean, he's. I've already made my intentions clear, and he's already pushed past, so I'm not going to be stupid. Carrying um, a hammer as well. Hmm? As you're going, carrying past, a hammer as well. Carrying, carrying some hammer. As you're going past this, I will me. say, um, Jim, you you didn't come straight here from that house, did you? No, I'm just still heading down to the tunnels. He's not leaving bloody footprints or anything, is he? Wow. You were standing on squelching carpet. Yeah, but he ran like 20 minutes. Yeah, I mean, blood's hard to get off your shoe. If you do not tell us what happened, I'm going to call the police myself. Tim was probably at this point heading about a shot in the tunnels. (laughs) He just keeps going. There is no trace on the carpet. There isn't. Um, But there could have been. On a corner with a popcorn. Just watch this. Head, you know, head down in, into the into the tunnels, try and find where the bag remains of Tyler are, and probably feel to assume there's just the skeleton remaining. So you're down in Moses's room. I'd say underneath the into the tu- into the tunnels, okay. which are underneath. Okay. How well did you hide the bag to remains? Mm-hmm. Do you just leave them down in the tunnels, or are they hidden somewhere? They hid them. Okay. In the tunnels. Was Jim with you when you hid them? I can't remember who took the body I, down. I, is, is it me? Well, you and I were the ones cleaning up the mess. That's true. Nobody yeah. else bloody cleaned it up. They say, yeah, it was, yeah. It was probably me. <laughs> yeah. So you go down into the tunnels, and as your frustration begins building to a peak, you cannot find these fucking bags. And it's hard for you to kind of... You know, as weird as it might sound to any other kindred apart from a gangrel, you, your nostrils instinctively inflate as you try to pinpoint where they are but all you can smell is punctured brain and blood and dampness and bleach and other things and you cannot just pinpoint by smell which is indescribably frustrating for you where they are you can just see the stretch of tunnel yeah. use the Pull up the phone, use the light of the screen, and try and use that to help the search with my light. Okay. As far as I can go. What, down the tunnel? Down the tunnels. 
Okay. So you keep walking. What are you three doing? <laughs> did you follow him? Did you follow Jim? I can't remember. I'm obfuscating. Yeah, but did you obfuscate after him or are you staying with us? Because I, I don't know if you've gone after Jim. I'm assuming you haven't. I haven't. I'm trying to shut myself. I am. I'm in the lobby. I have sent a text to uh, Will um, just so I can try and focus on something that doesn't make me want to like punch him in the face. Um, and I've just texted Will to say, um, don't worry about coming over tonight. I want you to rest. I want you to get better. I, I will come and um, I'll come and see you and check up on you soon. I promise. Just please be well and and thank you for everything. The response is almost immediate. Are you sure? Yes, please. I want you to look after yourself. It would make me happy. Call me if you need me. Always. I'll say to you, um, I'm a bit worried that Moses hasn't come back. Because there were two of them there, and, and Jim's come back. I mean, it might just be that Moses didn't want to draw attention to this place. He might have gone somewhere else. That would be more sensible. But it, but, but it might be that something happened to him. And I, I don't know what to... I, I'm a bit wary of phoning him in case they're, you know he's hiding somewhere. or that, you know, I wouldn't want to give him away. It's all right. Moses has plenty of tricks up his sleeve. He may have come back already. We may just, he just, Moses... He's capable of looking after himself. I'm less sure. About Jim, despite his bravado. Um, I mean, it's late now. I suppose. Well, I, I suppose we we just go to bed. Yeah, you. I want itch. to make sure nothing. I'm going to stay in the lobby for a little while longer. I want to see. Well, until I cannot stay any longer, I want to make sure Jim does not do anything else stupid. Um, I'm I'm quite hungry. Um. So if I'm if I'm hungry like this or worse tomorrow, I think I'm going to have to go and. and I agree. And, and and I'm just saying that I might have to go out straight away, just to warn you. That's fine. Um, all, all right. Um, I'll know where you are. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, uh, but, uh, uh, yes. And um. Right. Is that you coming in through the front door? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, guys, I was losing the memory. Didn't want to make. I wanted to make sure no one followed me. Oh, he, 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 uh, well, he, he was here. He tromped off downstairs. He's not really talking to us. Well, he was not really talking to me either. What happened? Stephen was dead. I think. Skulls on the brain. Uh, the fangs on the skull. Yeah. Jim lost it and was too ashamed to explain. Let's take this downstairs. Yeah, let's go to my room. Okay. I sit down, turn on the TV and the and the GameCube, and wait until they load while I explain to them. Oh, you've got a GameCube. Yeah, I have the new Spider-Man. It's pretty cool. You want to play? Late later. Okay. So, um, what? I think Was Jim... Was it only being N64 in 2001? I already... No, uh, Game Oh, you checked it out? Awesome. Yeah. Uh, both. Um, <laughs> I think Jim frenzied. <coughs> frenzied. Right. Yeah. When, is that... That's when you lose control, isn't it? That's yeah. bad. I, like, I, I almost laugh as if, if, if this wasn't such a dire circumstance. It'd be quite funny. I'm, um... I mean... Actually, quite f- surprised he's so sensitive about it. He... He... 
I mean, thankless call. Yeah. It was oh. a little bit brutal. So, yeah, Stephen died. But that's a but that's a breach of the first tradition, isn't it? It is. That was not our domain. Mm. Oh no, that's even worse. What happened to the body? I think there was some some faulty electrical connections making a short circuit into something that was really flammable. Do I need to insight check? Are you talking about Jim's brain? Are you no? Well, yeah. I'm I... talking. I'm talking about. It might. I mean, he was like a really. He was naked. I doubt. Jim. So, so you're, you're saying that he was really careless. You're saying that Stephen what? is dead, and, and, and there, that were, there are there are tooth marks in his skull. What happened to the body? Probably burned. Probably. Oh yeah. See the news if you see anything about a fire breaking no, but, out. But hang on, hang on. What about the you? You said there are there are there are tooth marks in his skull. Yes, Fire's not going to do anything to that. Not just that. It was like ripped apart, so it could have been like a with a tool. So so because it was like. So is the skull still in the house? Well, yeah. Well, well yeah. That's awful. That's a that's a breach of the first tradition, and, and and it wasn't even in our domain. And and if they find out. Why are you telling me this? I am aware I couldn't do anything. It's not my fault. Well, no, it's it's Jim's fault. We haven't got yeah. time to deal with it tonight. It'll soon be done. But the, poli- the but police. But Jim is there. going to have to answer for this tomorrow. But, but is TV on? Everything on? Sapping. Like I sit on the couch while we talk it, while sapping on the channels to see if anything comes up in the news. Nothing yet. Jim will answer to this, and if he does not. Then we're going to have to report him to the constable. But, but I mean, I mean, if the thing is, is that that the, the police are going to, oh, this is awful. I mean, they're going to find that body and they're going to know, and and even if they don't know, any 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 one of us that sees it, indeed, will you know. know that frenzying out amongst kind, breaking the masquerade is uh, can be punishable by the blood hunt. Yeah, but I mean, no one else saw him, except the guy who died. And the fact that it occurred in another's domain, they all have a vested interest in making sure that retribution is served. But that's the thing. I don't know if they know he was there. Do we know yet? uh, I obfuscated out of there. This particular area in which this occurred, do we have any idea yet as to who it belongs to? Do you want to owe a big favour to an Osferatu? Not really. No. Well, that's the only way I can have of finding out, like, first thing tomorrow night. So, um, so who, whoever... Anyone needs to owe him a favour, it's Jim. Well, who, whoever knows... Sorry, whoever's domain that, that is, mm-hmm. they are going to be furious because obviously they're going to have lots of scrutiny where they are. Exactly. And, and if... As long as it is known that the attack came from a vampire. It doesn't matter, the kind will be swarming over there. Yeah, that but there was a brutal murder in Will's house. And I didn't see you that worried about the owner of that domain. That's because it wasn't because obviously perpetrated by Kindred. Because because we didn't there do it. There's fine marks in a skull. I mean, I was, I was disturbed. How much more subtle can you get? Well, got it on video. But he wasn't recorded, I guess. I guess. That's why he served fire to the house. 
But what I, what I mean is, is that... It doesn't destroy the evidence, though. No, I know. But, it, but, but it's, it's too late. late. It delays the process. It buys me a little bit more time to see what I can find under what, the wire. What, what can we do? I mean, uh, because it, the police will have that body now, and that body... Oh, it's fine. Jim can break into a morgue. Apparently he can break into anywhere. I d- I, anywhere he fancies. Well, I, I, I have no doubt that Jim can break into a place. It's just that he probably leaves lots of broken things behind him. Hmm. I don't think Jim going into a morgue is a good idea. I'm, so, but wasn't there something when we, when we saw the prints? Weren't we given the impression that we, we rose together and we fell together? Wasn't that what the prints implied? Exactly. So it's all very well us saying, well, it was Jim that did it, but I, I, I'm not sure that the prince is going to care. I think, oh, I think, 100%. I, I think we, we are all going to suffer just as much, you know. Well, we are doing our best to keep it together, but if he's not collaborating, I'm not sticking my neck out. No, certainly not. No, that, that's not the point. The point is... No, we have to deal with the current situation and then we deal with the Jim situation. Yeah, but Jim has to help with the current oh, situation. Oh, he certainly does. I, I'm a little lost on what the current situation is because there feels like there are a lot of current okay, situations let's, that let's happen very fast all at once. The current situation is we have a body with uh, evidence of kindred... Uh, well, not feeding, if you can call it that, um, in another domain that is not ours yes. and that evidence was left behind it will not be destroyed by a fire even if it does consume the whole house it is most likely in the hands of uh, the kind and there is no doubt going to be a huge amount of uh, media coverage of this as well as the previous murder when they find that it's going to, going to be like some kind of serial killers on the loose only there's technically two. Only, only in Jim did try to make it look like it was. Yes, but another, you burnt it down, so I think that's a bit inconsequential you know, as well. Yeah, but at least if someone, so he, he tried to if make it's it... burned, like that's why he tried to put it to the torch. I don't know if it worked, but I mean I had, had to run. But we also but if can't it's guarantee burned, he and hasn't... it looks like someone tried to pull off it, another angel. But it's it's the t- it's the teeth marks. That's the problem. Yes. If the teeth mark, if 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 you if you taken some of that, I can't believe I'm saying this, but if you taken some of that skull away and they just found a horribly murdered body, that would be awful. But that's very different because sooner or later, the kindred who own that place and indeed the prince are going to know that some some someone there was a piece of skull ripped apart. It could have been done. With there a are tool. still teeth marks there, and I believe. Uh, any kindred worth their salt in the, yes. any any casting. any police officer worth their salt will know tooth marks. I mean, they they might assume it's an animal, but it's going to go in the records as tooth marks. Yes. And anyone anyone who knows about us will know what that is. And I'm just saying that there, it, it could mean, easily come back uh, on us. Which means tomorrow, first thing in the night, we have to find out exactly what happened. Keep on zapping until I see something on the news. There's nothing on the news yet. Okay. Um, exactly what happened, exactly how it was reported, because I remember you saying that uh, Will's murder was just described as gruesome, no detail. Oh, yes, they didn't release the detail. Oh, that reminds me. What? When you did that, when you did that thing to, the, to Will's body, you took something from the body. Yes. You disturbed the crime scene. To what degree? Well... To the degree that I think anybody who was being very careful to observe it would notice that it had been disturbed. Because because the blood was dry, 
and and then you you spilled fresh blood on the floor, and so could it be traced back to us? I I don't see how. I'm just saying. It would be noticed. It would be noticed. Very well, I understand. To that end, um, that sample I took and the sketch that I drew, um, I might be able to drum up some form of uh, information based on what we saw. Find out a little bit more about what on earth that was. Well, you... Moses has his sources and I have mine. All right. Uh, good. Not that it helps us right now. Right. And the other thing, oh, I don't think I told you, was that when Tyler Adams was executed, there were two people outside who I think were in contact with him somehow or something, and they were talking about wanting to come in to try and rescue him, but then they were saying that no... Um, he wanted them to leave, and they left. But they were very angry. I mean, and and they saw me, and and I think, I think that, that that's not over. And and I don't know. They said that this Tyler Adams was helping Thin Blood, so maybe they were Thin Bloods. Although they didn't seem very thin to me. They seemed quite the opposite. They seemed big, thick, right. you know, strong, um, dangerous sort of people. Um, and then Jim had a message uh, that night put through his window. Um, they I broke see. a window. I, I forgot to mention. There's been a lot going on. Yes, there has. You, but you've got a few things. Well, um, it's been a busy. It's a bit. It's been a busy time. Yes, it has, and we've got a lot to clear up. Uh, I can't. I can't fix physical traces. I can't fix any kind of leads. I can only. I have limited damage control capacities. I can't fix. All of this. Um, this is going to take a lot of effort from all four of us. First thing tomorrow evening, I'll go back to the place and see what happened. Um, Moses. No one's going to take heed of me. I'm very hungry. Um, yeah, me too. I, I, could we first thing carry on with what we were doing? Well, I suppose this is more... I'll, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. If I am hungry, I'll, I'll, I'll be fine. Can you help him hunt? I suppose I can. I'll just... I would... I I highly doubt uh, that it'll be a way that, that you... Uh, how much hunting have you done before? Well, I went out last night with Moses right. and he and showed me quite... Si- how did your sire teach you to hunt? We didn't. Okay. He, well, he, you know, he, he fed me. Okay. In a very civilised manner. Okay. And, and obviously I would just go back to him, but... I, I have the feeling, well, I don't know, things might have changed with this whole us being, you know, recognised. That's fine, that's fine. Okay, fine. I will I will do my best to help you tomorrow, but you're going to have to go along with my way. Uh, I assure you it is it is not messy or unpleasant. It is concise, as I can different. make it. It's just everyone has their own way. You might find it suits you better than Moses's technique. Mm-hmm. Oh, although I was quite enamoured by that whole, you know, no fuss, no mess sort of... Well, un- unlike yourself and Moses, I don't have the ability to go unheard or unseen. Oh, that must be difficult. It, it isn't easy, so I use other methods. But, of course, I will I'll help as best as I can. Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, so that's what we're going to do. Me going there first yes. thing in the night to we get also, as much information as possible. We need to then. speak to Jim. We need to all three of us consult Jim, make sure he understands the gravity of his situation and the consequences should he not offer his cooperation. Do, do you think I, Jim's coming back? Well, he's, he's I mean, downstairs. In the, well, God knows where he is right he, now. He didn't... I don't know. I mean, 
I'm just saying, he didn't. It's hard to know what. If we can to. find out who we may have offended, whose domain we have trespassed into. That's secondary to me. First tradition, don't break the That's fine. Yes. That's, That's fine. Yes. First. But if if that is also something we can look into, this debt you speak of, I think Jim is the one who needs to pay it. Yes. Thank you. Then we are in agreement. Oh yes, we're all agreed that 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 that, that this is on Jim. But I also um, I think we should all be agreed that we that, that it won't just be Jim that goes down with this. It will be Not all of us. Not at all. And it we will have to certainly fix this. reflect on all of us. We have to fix this. But and we cannot fix it without his cooperation. Oh, I agree. And I and I think maybe if Jim realizes that we want to help him, he'll be maybe more you no know, doubt talkative. he will. Yes. Hopefully. Well, well I, I'm sure if if the two of you, the three of us, I mean, are talking to him, it will be be better. Indeed. If he's changing channels until something comes up. It's curious. I mean, there is no mention of it. But maybe it's just not aired yet. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, I mean it is very early in the morning. And all of you are feeling that very mm. strong, lethargic sense. I extend the, the couch and then you sit there. I'm going to end up sleeping here. It's, I mean, you are feeling more and more as you guys are approaching dawn the closer it gets it almost feels like your limbs are in pain every time you move them and that it takes additional effort to try and get a limb to work oh. and I mean who has medicine I've got a tiny bit yeah well you as you're wandering down the tunnels experience this as well oh no I don't well Jim, you certainly would recognise the stiffness and the way your limbs creak as you force them to move. It's almost like rigor mortis is setting in. And it's very difficult for you to move further and further down these tunnels. And before long you find that your progress is slowing and then stopping. And you slump down in the tunnel and just... Stop moving. All of you, I'm assuming, have returned to your own rooms. Uh, took yeah. my spiders back upstairs. Okay. And you go to your respective rooms. The same rooms, or have you changed rooms? I'm I'm not in the room with the broken window because obviously okay. there's a I don't want someone coming in and you know disturbing okay. me in the day, so I'm going to a different room. We don't want a Peter situation. <laughs> Peter. Um, you two. Not you? not you. Yeah, no, I, I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you as well changing room uh, well my room was fine because I'm in the attic and nothing's okay. been broken I'm locking up behind was already my room. are you locking yours up anyway what I mean is the how it's always locked yes yeah. I'm, I'm locking Keep... my door and I've got a chair under it big question Mrs Morovsky as she was kept on obviously had keys to the entire place mm-hmm. is that arrangement still in effect Yes. Or have you yeah. taken as keys? As far off? as I'm no. aware, she can't get up the stairs very easily. Yeah, but, yeah, but I mean, true. Yeah. But it's also worth noting that if she is assessing damage that's been done and getting it fixed, she yeah. might have them checking through. But didn't didn't he? I told her which rooms. Yeah. True. The, but yeah. it depends on how thorough. And Mrs. Morovsky is quite thorough. Is all I'm saying is that if she has keys. It's something that I'll would... I'll put a sign saying do not disturb on my Hang on, if I, if, I, if I have this thought... <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's just, I'm not saying it would happen, I'm just saying it's something that is worth keeping in mind. I, I only spoke to her tonight, so the likelihood of them coming yeah. tomorrow is quite yeah. low, isn't it? Yeah. 
that. So, but okay. I'm just saying it's, but, it yeah. would occur yeah. to you guys. Um, I mean, Mrs. Morovsky's out for it at the moment. Yeah. I mean, aside from the fact that she came home ridiculously early, uh, late, depending on how you look at it, um, and given her age yeah. and the fact that she's still recovering, mm-hmm. she's it's unlikely that she's going to be rising in time to open the place at all. Mm. Um, As I'm padding back upstairs to my room, I want to have um, See the Unseen activated as I'm going. Just, And it's almost like, I think, systematic at this point, something that I do now and again just trying to work out what's up with this house okay you continue to move through the house and glance at the various doors but I mean without looking yeah I'm not doing a thorough search it's just kind of like it's not nothing immediately leaps out at you I mean beyond the the shadows of this old building the lack of lights it's it's odd I mean even if there wasn't anything weird going on and even though you're kindred it's there's moments where this kind of harkens back to The Shining or something similar, and there are moments where... Shining if, powers. If you could shiver, you probably would, of that involuntary shiver when you think, oh, this is actually really creepy. I mean, you've seen a lot of creepy stuff in the meanwhile. You've experienced firsthand a lot of creepy stuff in the meanwhile. But it's weird just how unnerving this simple, mm. safe place that you reside in can still unnerve you. As I go, I, I might just slightly push open the door where we saw the pile of dead animals well okay. dead insects and the bird just as I go past okay you have a look underneath it's no different the pile's still there still heaped up dead bird dead insects all in a neat little pile quite an impressive collection I know Carry on. Are you shutting the door? I didn't uh, shut it behind me. Yeah. If it was shut when I came past, I will shut it behind me. Yeah, you did. You both shut the door as you came out. All right. Um, so you shut it again. And you continue up to your room. And it's dawning on you. Yeah. It's dawning. Sorry. It's dawning on you. Just, just, sorry, guys. I'm allowed one of those per session. Um, just how late it is by the fact that you are struggling to climb the stairs to your room. And there's a part of you, a very panicked and building part of you, that thinks you might not make it to your room. But you do. You manage to climb up through, close the door, lock it, and climb over to the bed and just slump on it. And face down with your head tilted, you just stare at the wall, and then you see nothing else. And that is where we're going to end today. And pick up next week to see how the hell you guys are going to sort all this stuff. Thank you very much, guys, for watching. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Blood on the Thames. We really hope that you enjoyed the show. And if you ever want to watch us playing live, find us on Twitch at 7pm UK time every Monday. Follow us on Twitter for latest updates. See you next week.